Welcome, everybody, to episode number 17 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today we're going to be talking about Skyrim, of course. It's, it came out last week, and that's all we've been able to play, talk, or think about for the past four days. And we're actually even thinking about disbanding this episode <laughs> and, and just all leaving and going home playing Skyrim. Maybe the podcast as a whole? Yeah. Just no. Quitting? Well, no, just for this episode. Oh, all right. Just this episode. I kind of like having these days to just play Skyrim, though. So mm-hmm. I think Eric's on to something. Yeah. Screw you guys. I'm going to play now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, other than Skyrim, how was everybody's week? Corey? Um, it was, well, other than, other than Skyrim. Other than Skyrim, yeah. it's tough to come up with anything. Was yeah. there a week other than that? Well, I bought a, a new thermos. And I have never owned a thermos previously in my life, ever. I always thought it was kind of nerdy. Uh, but I bought one because there was a good one, a good deal for one on Woot. Mm-hmm. Ah. So I saw the deal on Woot, and I'm like, I kind of want a thermos. I like to drink tea or coffee throughout the day. And I got on Amazon to look at the reviews, and I had five-star reviews, uh, $24 on Amazon, $10 on Woot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going for this. <laughs> So I get my thermos, and I'm all excited. And my first day, I boil a pot of water or a kettle of water, fill my thermos at about 7, 7 in the morning. Uh, About nine hours later, I open it up, and it's still steaming from the morning. Wow. Isn't that impressive? That is impressive. impressive. Is it a thermos thermos? It's a thermos thermos. Well, I mean, it's it's stainless steel, Mm -hmm. and I don't know what they do inside. It's got like a vacuum sealed glass tube exactly. on the inside. Yeah, that, that's what it is. So no heat. There can't be any heat transfer because it's, there's no air in between the glass and the metal. Yeah, like uh, about four hours after I did it, it was still like it was boiling. I couldn't drink it. It was way too hot. Yeah. Um, Do you work in a coal mine? No. Then it is nerdy. <laughs> I work on a golf course, and sometimes it's cold and rainy, and you just want to come in and have a nice warm beverage. Still not a coal mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I'll send it back. <laughs> Corey was all excited about it, too. I, I've been telling everybody about this thermos. Oh, sounds good. Guaranteed I actually, for eight hours. I've always wanted a thermos, too. I highly recommend it. SIG, S-I-G-G. Well, if you see it on Woo, I'm not paying 25 bucks. Yeah. But tell me. I think I paid 12 with shipping. Yeah. That was worth it. I have a SIG water bottle. Yeah. But how is it? It's Stainless steel? Wa- yeah, it's just a water bottle. Yeah. Nothing fancy. Doesn't retain any odors? No, not like my plastic water yeah. bottles. Yep, like the Nalgene's? Yeah, because I, I, you know, I'll leave water in it for like two weeks, and it'll get all stinky. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just can't get that smell out of your water bottle. I hear you. They so. need to make a uh, uh, ebony water bottle. Mm. Eh. Or, uh, all right, uh, moving on. Dwemer. <laughs> Dwemer? Save, save it for the next segment. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Will, what'd you do? Um, I did a little more than usual this week. Uh, like on Thursday night, me, Corey, Eric, and my friend Johnny, who's off to the side listening, and went to the midnight release for Skyrim. That was pretty awesome. We'll get into that later, though. And then played that all weekend. On Sunday, though, I watched The Walking Dead, which this episode has been the best in the entire season so far. Usually nothing happens in every episode, but it's gotten a lot better this one. More action, which is good. Um, then Monday, I did a lot of writing for reviews for the Thumbstick Athletes. I think I did three games. Yeah, Will sent really? me three reviews mm-hmm. on Monday. Nice. I started two, if it makes you feel any better. All right. Makes me feel better. Progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, also on the weekend, I got invited to participate in the Star Wars Old Republic beta for free. Uh-huh. Woohoo! Eric, I heard you got invited. Or I did. No, I'm kind of a jackass, and I paid fifteen dollars to sign up for IGM Premium so I could get invited. Oh, oops. Eh, it's only money. Uh, but didn't you get a free? Oh, and then I saw on uh, GameSpot yesterday they were giving away for free. Yeah. which I'm already a member of. Yeah, but how was I supposed to know? Yeah. And I, you well, guys were playing it, and I wanted to play it. That's how they get you. Yeah. It's, doesn't, doesn't, uh, well, I, I know News Corp owns IGN. Don't they also own GameStop? Mm, I don't know. GameSpot? GameSpot? Yeah. That's silly. I don't know. $15? Yeah. Per month? Yeah. No, for three months, but I'm going to, obviously. What is the premium account? Oh, no ads? I don't even know. I don't care. I didn't even yeah. look. I just wanted to play that's the beta with you stupid. guys. <laughs> so, you didn't have it pre-ordered? Well, why is that so uh, not dumb, at the then? Time. Why is that so stupid? Because I, mean, I paid 15 bucks. He could have got it for free. I felt like a schmuck as soon as I did it. Ask him for your money back. <laughs> Cancel it? Yeah, ask him for your money back. Send him an uh, email and be like, listen, nah. this is a ripoff. That's too much work. Well, yeah, it is too much work. I got is that, Skyrim going on. I was going to say, is that worth $15 worth of work? Tell them. Not. <laughs> here's what you need to do. You need to tell them that you work for a major publication called the Thumbstick Athletes, <laughs> and we will... Ridic- ridicule you <laughs> to you no lose. end yes and it, they would be far better off just giving you your 15 dollars back than losing hundreds right. of potential customers it's true because i did already sign up for the beta so yeah screw them yeah i do like ign though eh. they don't miss anything no they don't the quality yeah. may be but their their game ratings are right. touch high well yeah but some of them yeah. everybody's are nowadays you saw what they gave zelda I think it's going to be Yeah, deserved. it's going to be awesome. Though. Did they give it I'll a, find out on Sunday. An 11 they out of 10? They give it 10. Yeah, I'll be getting it on Sunday. Yeah. I don't work Monday. Can so I borrow your Wii when you're done with it and play it? Yeah, because after that game, I'm just going to sell my Wii, so you can borrow it. <laughs> okay. Seriously, there's nothing coming out after. Yeah. Nothing That's worthwhile. It. Yeah. All right. Cool. That, that makes me think of something I have to discuss with you guys off air. Ooh. But anyway. Mm, That's exciting. Very exciting. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I didn't really... <laughs> do anything other than play Skyrim. We had some company. Eh, I won't get into it. It was fun. We had a lot of fun, but, you know, it's it's boring adult stuff. What? We had the old old beer party on oh, Saturday. We were right. all there. Mm, that's all right. four of us. And Will was playing Skyrim during it. Yeah, in the back <laughs> and, of the corner. And there was like four of us sitting around the TV watching him. <laughs> uh, Graham was there. Our listeners know Graham. True. Yeah. Skyrim had more attention than beer pong. Yeah. No. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan, you were... Kicking ass at beer pong. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. Well, it, it had been a while since I played, so I, it took me a little while to get get back yeah, into get it. Get a groove. But, yeah. You know, I have that high arcing shot. Yeah, it's beautiful. It was, it was definitely an adult party, though. Did you guys get that vibe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not like the Ragers right, we used to have. Right, yeah, it was definitely very subdued. Oh, that, that's what you mean, like Gr- mature. Yeah, Graham was talking about weightlifting and stuff, and he was doing the the deadlift poses. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> I did not witness that. Sexy as always, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a different feel than the parties we, Wasn't used, we used to have. Yeah. I didn't even put music on this time. I don't know. I, he, there was I, even Skrillex playing. I had yeah. a lot of fun, though. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I still yeah. I didn't, we still didn't finish all the old beer. So. Yeah, better have another one. Yeah. If I hadn't eaten so much right before I got there, I would have been able to drink a lot more. Well, but. I played, like... I played like three games of Pong before people even got there. By uh-huh. yourself? No, uh, <laughs> one of my friends, Austin, stopped by. One of my buddies, hmm. briefly. 
and we just played three quick games of beer pong, and then right. he left. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Eric, what do you what do you have going on this week? Mm, I other than Skyrim, Eric. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm struggling. Yeah. That's, I I had trouble too. I beat Call of Duty. Uh-huh. Hey. I, I honestly don't even want a round of applause for it. Oh. Took me less than five hours. What a bunch of shit that is. <laughs> but did you like it though? Well. We we'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah, we'll just talk about it later. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. I worked, played Skyrim, and went to the old beer party and the midnight release uh-huh. of Skyrim. Played more Skyrim. Yeah, I pretty much revolved around Skyrim. So. Yeah. As did the rest of our weeks. And the bills suck. Oh, yeah. yeah we can, t- we can talk some sports. Mm-hmm. But. Yep. The first Sunday I've had off in quite a while without taking it off. So and you, I, had, and I watched and you had to watch that? I, at halftime, I went to sleep. Really? <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I, I've been wanting to turn it off if, if my team's not doing Oh, yeah. Well. Why, like, why waste your time? Yeah, exactly. There's so many. You could be playing Skyrim. Or yeah. taking a nap. Anything. Or taking a nap, yeah. Yeah. That, too. The back of my eyelids was more appealing than watching Ryan Fitzpatrick throw interceptions. Ugh. Your dreams of Skyrim. Of smithing and enchanting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. All right, well, we'll be right back with our main segment, uh, Skyrim, right after this. Welcome back to the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Before we start talking about Skyrim, we're going to do a little bit, uh, history lesson and background information of the, the old Elder Scrolls games. Ooh. Yeah, there's a long and storied Elder Scrolls history, so I figured go over it briefly and and uh, teach you young kids a history lesson. Well, hopefully I pay more attention than I did in college. Yeah, we do. Uh, we actually have a special guest to take care of that. Morgan Freeman is in studio, everybody. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, the first Elder Scrolls game in the series was Elder Scrolls Arena. It was released in 1994 for MS-DOS on the 3.5-inch floppy disk and CD-ROM. That is so crazy. Yeah. 3.5. In in 1994. (laughs) Um, The story, uh, the brief plot synopsis. Synopsis, yeah. The Emperor... The Emperor Uriel Septim VII was imprisoned in another dimension and impersonated by Imperial Battle Mage Yegar Tharn. The only way to bring him back was to find the eight pieces of the Staff of Chaos. After the pieces have been collected, the hero battles with Tharn in the Imperial City, Rhea Silmane. In the Imperial City. This is, uh, you're talking about Arena, the story behind Arena. Yeah, okay. yeah this is the first game. Uh, Rhea Silmane, just prior to the start of the game, is 
is apprenticed to Yeager Tharn during his usurpation of the throne. Tharn is unable to corrupt his apprentice, and so he murders her. She's able to hold herself together long enough to direct the player character, player's character how to escape the slow death in the dungeons through a teleportation device called a shift gate. Past that point, she lacks the power to manifest physically and appears to the player during dreams. The central quest requires the player to obtain various artifacts. Each time such an item is found, Silmane appears the next time the player rests in order to provide the general location of next such item. The events portrayed in this game would later be known as the Imperial Simulacrum. Part of the story is found in Daggerfall, Morrowind, and Oblivion within the book series The Real Baron Zaya. Cool. Nice. So that was Elder Scrolls Arena. Um, none of us played that, right? No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Oh, wait. Two. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, let me jump in here now. Sure. I just want to briefly say that the Elder Scrolls lore is split up into, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but four eras. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, and four. And the third era is where all the previous games took place. Um, and they all took place in a span of about 50 years mm-hmm. within one another ending of course with oblivion um and then skyrim actually takes place in the fourth, fourth era, era. Yeah. 200 years after the events of oblivion yep Absolutely. so just to provide a little perspective there mm-hmm. cool okay the next elder scrolls game is elder scrolls 2 daggerfall it's released in 1996 for ms dos uh and C- on cd-rom uh some interesting facts before we get into the story uh daggerfall's landmass is around 487,000 square kilometers which is roughly double the size of the United Kingdom. Hey. Um, yeah. It contains more than 15,000 towns, cities, and dungeons. What? has more than 750,000 NPCs. Um, the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind's landmass is a point zero one percent the size of Daggerfall's wow. landmass. So a pretty enormous game. Well, when it's Probably uh... about as big as it gets. When it's when it's circles and squares, it's a little bit easier to generate. Yeah. Than, uh, well, I, I guess a lot of it was randomly generated too. Oh, okay. P's so. and Q's. You know. Wait, randomly generated uh, between each person's game, or yes, like I think so. Everybody had a different. Yeah, I mean, I think like obviously town names probably w- would be the same, but maybe the the setup of the towns would be different. Gotcha. Huh. That that'd be my guess. I, I played this maybe for like an hour. Um, didn't really hold up. Well, it's no, not really. It's no. it was a freeware download, and I wanted to give what it a year, try. What year was that? Do you have any idea? Nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. Yep. Wasn't that long ago? I no. was ten. Yeah. No, twelve. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I remember. This is fifteen <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Will, you were just. Uh, oh, I was one. You were just a zygote. Ninety six. Yeah. No, born. you were you were human then. No, you were total yeah. zygote. Might as well have been. <laughs> Thanks, okay, guys. the story for Daggerfall. Um, Daggerfall is a city in the Breton homeland of High Rock. I think the orcs are from High Rock, too. Um, the player is sent here at the personal request of the Emperor. He wants the player to do two things. First, the player must free the ghost of the late King Lysandus from his earthly shackles. Second, the player must discover what happened to a letter from the Emperor to a blade spy in the court of Daggerfall. The letter reveals that Lysandus' Lys- mother, Nulfaga, known as the knows the location of the Mantella, the key to resurrecting the first Numidium, a powerful iron golem. Nemper wants a spy to force Nulfaga into revealing the location of the Mantella so that the blades can finish the reconstruction of the Numidium. Mm-hmm. Through a series of mishaps and confusions... That's an awful cough you have, Eric. Are you okay? You know, it was bothering me all day. Sounds like whooping cough. Uh, I'm going to pause. Be right back. 
All right, sorry about that, everybody. I had to take the dog upstairs, and I lost my spot. And we gave Eric a cough drop. Yes. Through a series of mishaps and confusions, the letter fell into the hands of an orc by the name of Gortwarg. Not knowing that, not knowing what the mantella is, Gortwarg consults Manamarco, the King of Worms. During this time, the Underking, who originally destroyed the first Numidium because of its misuse by Tiber Septum, is recuperating deep within a tomb of Hyrock, expending so much energy destroying it the first time. In order for the player to give the Mantella to anyone, the player must kill King Lysandus' murderer and put his ghost to rest. After accomplishing this, stealing the totem of Tiber Septum from King Gorthride of Daggerfall and freeing the Mantella from its prison and Aetherius. Following this, the player has six choices on how to deal with the Mantella. So, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you, uh, Daggerfall. You mentioned the blades quite a bit. Yes. Um... And I, in my limited, what is this, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Elder Scrolls lore knowledge? Yes. yes. Uh, I do know that the blades are the sworn protectors of the Empire. Yeah, the, Imperial... uh, the, the, um, the royal bloodline. Yeah. Specifically. Right. More, more so than the, the Empire. Mm-hmm. Dan, I just wanted to say real quick, the reason I'm laughing over here is because every time you say Mantella, <laughs> I keep thinking of Maneltoe like we were talking about last <laughs> oh, night. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I'm over here laughing to myself. <laughs> I, I, I threatened to, we won't get into it, but no. I threatened to start wearing stretch pants to work so I could, <laughs> so I could show everybody my, my Maneltoe. <laughs> Which is where, you know, wear pants t- so tight that it c- cuts your, your balls in half. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. Got to take a stand somewhere. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But anyway, <clears throat> um, yeah. There. I mean, I I read this before, and the the names I tried to practice, but it doesn't it doesn't work, especially not when you have a dog barking. But anyway, on to the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Mm. Um, this came out the in, first one all of us have played. Yep, I really want to play fond it. memories. Yes, uh, very fond. Will Will is. Uh, I've been wanting to play it so bad since I got Skyrim though. You I don't know why. It. I would get it for PC, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get the updated texture yeah. packs. Yeah, it's a good idea. Look pretty good. Yeah, it does. I mean, not, it doesn't look good, but it looks better. Better, yeah. Um, 2002 came out in 2002 for Windows on CD-ROM, and then a month later for Xbox, and then it came... No. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And then the story. Uh, while Morrowind contains many quests and storylines, the central plot revolves around the reincarnation of the Chimer hero Indoril Nerevar. The incarnate of Nerevar, referred to as the Nerevarine, has been prophesied to oppose and defeat the rise of the malevolent deity Dagoth-Ur and the remnants of his followers. These followers are encompassed in a forbidden faction named the Sixth House and are mainly located within the volcanic region of Red Mountain in the center of Vardenfell, the island on which the game takes place. Dagathur has used the heart of the Lorcan, an artifact with great power, to make himself immortal and now seeks to drive the Imperial occupiers from Morrowind using his network of spies as well as an enormous golem powered by the heart of Lorcan, which Dagoth-Ur had originally been tasked to guard. Mm-hmm. After a storm and a strange vision in his dreams, the player begins fresh off a boat from a mainland prison in a town called Sedanin. Freed by the, str- the string-pulling of current ruler of the Tamarelic Empire... Emperor Uriel Septon VII, with the task of meeting Cassius Caius Cassades, a member of the Blades. I remember him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's weird. A secret group tasked with the protection protection of the Emperor and the Empire. Cassades instructs the player 
inducts a player into the blades under orders of the empire emperor and sets the, the player on various quests to uncover the mysterious disappearances and revelations that the citizens of Vardenfell have experienced uh, particularly Sixth House and the Ashlander prophecies of the Nerevarine. So that one I, as I, I probably mentioned before, especially in the top five favorite games episode, played that a ton. Yeah. I think that was on my list too. Was it? I think it was. Yeah. Um, probably put at least a thousand hours into that game. That's Ooh, insane. Impressive. At least. That's uh, between the Xbox and the PC how versions. How many days is that? Too many. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing when you were talking about that though, one thing that jumped into my head and I didn't realize till you were talking about that was in every game you pull it, you start off as a, a prisoner. Yep, that's a Escape kind of a prisoner. theme. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, no, I agree. From rags to riches, yep. it's like the gladiator. Yeah, it's the American dream. Well, no, because the gladiator started off as a general. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a general, and then was. I don't remember what happened in that movie. He, uh, he, the the emperor. What's his name? I mean, I don't know what happened. Doesn't even end. matter. But the emperor Maximus. Maximus names him the no. new emperor, and then the, Maximus's son Ma- says no after the emperor dies and sends him to prison. Yeah, Dan or tries to kill him actually, but I believe you spent forty-one hours playing Morrowind, or forty-one days. My bad. Is that forty-one days? Yeah. Did you do the mathematics. I could see that. Yeah. Well, the maths. Nice. And that's okay. at least a thousand hours. God. So it's at least forty-one days playing. That's playing Morrowind. That's a month and eleven days of your life. I know. Time was, well spent. It was Time worth well it, spent. Yeah. At least, at the very least, I knew how to pronounce all these names because I heard them. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember Kai's Cossades. St- it doesn't stop me from messing them up. Isn't he? You get like a note to go see him or something. Yeah. At the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember him. Um, my first actually even hearing about the Elder Scrolls was we were on our senior class trip. And a friend of Cleveland, my, huh? Yeah, we went to Cleveland. Yeah, um, a friend of mine and Eric's bought it when we were in the mall in Cleveland. Who was it? Kyle Seymour. Uh, mm. Seymour. Yeah, and he was very, very, very happy with with it. And I didn't know what it was, so I went home and looked it up when we got home, and I got interested too. So I bought it. And one of the better purchases, I'd say. Well, I didn't like it at first no? because what? no, well, it was too big and oh, something you weren't that, used to. No, because I was used That's to Final said. Fantasy. Hey-o. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I was used to Final Fantasy was, too. Yeah, I was used Hey-o. to Final Fantasy and didn't uh, didn't really like how open world it was. Gotcha. But when it came out on Xbox is actually when I bought it and yeah. started playing it. And I don't know. Our I guess our PC maybe we traded in our PC version when you can trade in PC games. I think what happened was I you bought it illegally. Maybe I pirated it. I could see that. Yeah, I was big into that. Yeah, back in the day, you, you you've reformed. What do you mean was? I've reformed. He's reformed. It's, oh. Would you would you steal from a DVD store, Eric? Yeah, you'd walk in and steal a DVD. Well, it's no different, okay? You're sick. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. It would I'm, have. I'm a man ha- of the law. It would have to depend on the DVD. You're a pod. Yes, I am. <laughs> Okay, and on to Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Uh, came out for Windows and Xbox 360 in 2006 and PlayStation 3 in 2007. The story goes, Oblivion is set after the events of the Elder Scrolls III Morrowind, though not though it is not a direct sequel to it or any of the other games. Uh, the game is set in Cyrodiil, the province, a province of Tamriel, a continent on which... 
All the games of the series have taken place. The story begins with the player imprisoned in a cell for an unnamed crime, and the arrival of the Emperor Uriel Septim VII, voiced by Patrick Stewart, accompanied by Imperial bodyguards known as the Blades, Mm. and the Imperial City Prison. They are fleeing from the assassins of the Mythic Dawn, a Daedric cult who have murdered the Emperor's three sons. The Emperor and the Blades head to a sewer that leads out of the city using a secret entrance that is located in the player's cell. There, the group, joined by the player, is attacked by the Mythic Dawn. Uriel Septim entrusts the player with the Amulet of Kings, worn by the Septim Emperors of Tamriel, and orders the player to take it to a man called Joffrey. Immediately afterward, one of the assassins kills the Emperor. The player then proceeds to the open world of Cyrodiil. The lack of an heir for Uriel Septim has broken an old covenant, the barrier to the realm and Old Covenant. Yeah, the barrier to the realm of Oblivion, a dangerous realm that is in another dimension. Multiple gates to Oblivion open and an invasion of Tamriel begins by magical creatures known as Daedra. Joffrey tells the player the only way to close the gates permanently is to find someone of the royal bloodline to retake the throne and relight the dragon fires in the Imperial City. So that's the end of the Septum line? What's that? That, that, that game? No, you have, to, you have to find someone else that's in the Septum line. Oh, see, I don't even remember, and I played it. I mean, not too long ago. Relative, I, I didn't to, like the beginning of that game. Well, I hated a lot of it. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Just I didn't hate it. I I I didn't think it was as good as Morrowind. Yeah, me. No way. And um, the Oblivion Gates were just such a pain. Yeah, they were yeah. boring. Yeah. Um, that got a little bit repetitive to the point where I would just run from the entrance of the Oblivion Gate to you had to take a stone. To close the gate, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I would just run past. Put your Air Jordans you on. You did have to yeah. speed past them. Exactly. You did have to kill the guy at the top of the. No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, as did. no, as long as you grab the stone, it closed the gate. Oh, Corey, maybe you should ask Dan. Weird. I did spend a lot of time playing that one too. I don't know. I, I don't really remember to be honest with you. Yeah. But I mean, that's not that's not the focus of this. Neither here nor episode. there. No, we uh, well actually, uh, Justin, you I let you borrow. Uh, Oblivion recently, so yep. that was that your first experience with Oblivion? Yeah. Should, should we introduce Justin? Yeah, oh, Justin, yeah I'm Justin. By the way. J- Justin is uh, uh, a big fan of ours. He, he, he was <laughs> stalking us. You're so. from the beginning. Yeah. So uh, he he showed up as a guest, on. and we decided to have him come. Well, on. Corey, yeah. we should say we saw him outside the window in Begging. his car because he knows that we record here Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. He was outside in his car stalking the shit out of us. And he had a big trench coat on. Yeah, and we were like, (laughs) and nothing else. And he still has only the trench coat on. (laughs) And we said, you know, you can come in and talk about Skyrim with us. And he's, (laughs) Giddy is all get out. That's that's why I'm here, because I need to talk to people about Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) But first, a little bit on Oblivion. That's probably fresh in your mind. Yeah, I played like, I played maybe four or five hours. And I had to put it down because I'm just in school and everything. Yeah. I picked up Skyrim after that. I mean, the beginning was fun, and yeah. you know, I just didn't get to explore the open world as much as yeah. um, That's, I would have liked to. Yeah, something that Bethesda does extremely, and we've talked about this before, but uh, and it's something that really stands out in Oblivion when you first get out of that the, the caves yeah. in the beginning, and you en- o- enter the open world, mm-hmm. and it just opens up in front of you, and there's really no direction. It's just like, yeah. here you go, yeah. mm-hmm. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's exciting. Yeah, it is. I agree. So yeah, we're gonna start uh, start our talk about the the main topic of the show, which is is Skyrim. Yes. Um, yeah. Woo. Uh, we're gonna have a little direct discussion at first, and then we'll we'll tangent as much as we want about the game. So we're just we'll, gonna riff. Yeah. We're gonna uh, riff what we're gonna do other. is we're gonna start off by each going around with our favorite thing about the game. 
Um, I'll go first. My f- Probably my favorite thing about the game is crafting. Uh, I don't recall at being able to craft in any of the other ones. I mean, you could enchant things, mm-hmm. um, and you could like bring pieces to have something made for you, but you couldn't actually craft yourself. I don't recall that. Well, you can you you can't really craft yourself. Craft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That was a joke. I'm sorry. It wasn't funny. <laughs> that didn't hit. It wasn't Ugh. was not funny. I'm laughing. Um, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, I mean I I I have made every set of armor my character has worn since since I started the game. Um, I spent a lot of time gathering resources. That, that to, makes me think of a question I have for you guys. Yeah. What do you think if they were to institute some kind of multiplayer into it, mm. where where Dan could hand me over a sweet piece of armor? Can no. we? I think we should. I think I, I want to discuss that. I think we should save it. Though. Save it for later. Okay. For a little okay. bit later. Yeah. 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 That's uh, kind of a big question. It is. It is. Yeah. Um. I I, I really enjoyed this the smithing. I mean, as I said, you could enchant in the other ones. You could make potions in the other ones. But I think I think smithing is is really cool. Um, addition to the game, it almost has like an MMORPG crafting it really feel does, to yeah. it, which I really like. Um, One thing I like about the crafting specifically is the fact that you can go out to these old ruins and pick up scraps of metal and stuff, yeah. and, and smelt them down yep. into usable dwarven, materials. Yeah, dwarven ingots. Yeah, that's that's great. I, no, I think I smithing is pretty cool. That's probably my highest of all the crafting so far. I've done a little alchemy. Yeah. But smithing's my favorite, definitely. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Tanning the leather. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. It's pro- I mean, I have a lot of favorite things about the game. That, oh, that, yeah, would, yeah. that would probably be my my favorite. What level are you smithing? 80, oh. 82? 84? Wow. 82? I think. Mm-hmm. That's why I like you, Dan. Commitment. Yeah. I'm at 57, and I thought I had yeah. a back here. Apparently not. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I can't imagine somebody playing more than me. Be honest I don't with know you, if I, I played more. I, I just spent more time. <laughs> I just spent more time doing nothing. Is that than, is that how you guys. leveled up? Because should we should we mention what level we are? Or? Yeah, that's fine. When we go around, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm level twenty eight. I think okay, tw- tw- almost twenty nine. Do you think that's how you got high so fast? Because we've got yeah. you and I have almost the identical amount of play time. Yeah. Whereas I'm level sixteen. Yeah. And you're twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I did spend a lot of time. I also, I don't know if you did this, but the the stones that you go, where you can get the experience bonus for, like... Oh, the walking stones? Yeah. No. Um, you get, I, I, like, I got the warrior one, I think it is, and I get a bonus to all my fighting skills. Oh, yeah, yeah, I so did that. Th- okay, so they go up, like, 20% faster or something like that, so I did that. But I, I've spent a ton of time... Crafting, crafting. And, okay. and I buy stuff if I don't have anything to craft. I buy to oh, okay to raise my level on that. So One's probably why. One thing I didn't realize, uh, and it, I don't think it tells you in the game anywhere. If you rest in a bed, your abilities level up faster. Yeah, because oh, really, if yeah. You, especially if you rest in your own bed or a bit a bed and in, in, it's mm-hmm. it's the bonuses more. Yeah, because you'll be well rested instead of just rested. Right. Yeah, and that that's kind of important. Yeah. Too. So, uh, Corey favorite thing about the game i mean i know it's tough to peg one thing but well my, my i i did the the quick look uh the first impressions mm-hmm. on thumbstickathletes.com yes, yes, check it out uh and one of the things my favorite thing about the game is just the to, to boil it down to a development perspective is is the idea that they reward you for exploring mm-hmm. you can go out into this world and 
just see whatever interests you and just yeah. go for it. And you're always going to be rewarded for that. You're never wasting time. There's always something to gain by just setting out and, you know, you get that, that sense of adventure and it's so much fun. Yep. And it's just so easy to get lost and sidetracked. And even if you're doing like a main quest in the process of doing one, one portion of that quest, you'll pick up four or five more that you can pursue. And the thing is like, when you say you're getting lost and sidetracked, like you said, it doesn't matter because yeah. you're still going to gain yeah. something. Else. You're not really getting lost. You're, <laughs> right. you're just getting lost in something else and something you know, worthwhile to pursue. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's never ending. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to head out, guys, and go yeah. turn back. <laughs> I got to go. Hi, Eric. <laughs> but it is. And, and I I really like the environment. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The landscapes and everything. I, it's just so such a beautiful, and it just warms your heart. And, like, you get you get stuck out in the, the frigid blizzards, <laughs> and you'll find a random inn somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and you'll, you'll just go, go in, and you'll just – you'll sitting in your comfortable chair or whatever, you'll just feel warmer yeah. having taken your character into this – yeah. shack in the middle of nowhere absolutely and i've never i've never had that visceral response with a game yeah. ever before yeah. me either uh it's funny you mentioned that i just want to mention real quick i've got my eye on a lady in the game that i'm thinking about proposing to mm-hmm. hey now. um maybe any of you that have been to this i, I don't think dan has because he hasn't gone far in the main story no nope. it's a little town below high hrothgar it starts with an i everstead yes have any of you been there? No. no, I have. Okay, it's the bar matron that plays the lute. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't all remember right. her name, but she. Oh yeah. She's got an accent. That's she's, not all she does, is it, Eric? No, <laughs> definitely not. No. She's a curvy blonde. She's oh, tall. Yeah. Sweet on you. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sweet on her. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's all that matters. So that's I'll get, maybe by by next week maybe I'll have a, a young lassie did by you get my her, side. Did you get her to play her lute for you? <laughs> did I? A few times. Oh yeah. But yeah. That's many, so cool that like I can find a girl in the game that like I think I'm gonna marry that one. Yeah, I know I've got my eye on a chick too. Do you? Yeah, me too. You don't want to divulge? No, I don't want you guys to steal her for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll divulge. I'm I want to marry up, so I'm going. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going after the Jarl of uh, Solitude. Oh, see, uh, I don't know who that is. Don't I don't hold on. I won't, I won't go any further than Are that. Are you done but. with your favorite thing, Corey? Because that would lead perfectly yeah, yeah, into yeah, mine. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. The, my favorite thing about the game is that, perfect example, Dan and I have almost the exact amount of playtime, and I haven't even been to Solitude. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I wouldn't even know it existed if Dan didn't say that. I've been to four of the towns. Yeah. I've four, I think there's nine big towns. Okay. And then a ton of little ones. But I've only spent time in two of them, which are yeah. Solitude and Whiterun. Are the only time, only time, just barely touched the yeah. other two that I was it's in. It's so cool. Like, everybody that I've talked to, I'm like, have you been here? And they're like, no, I haven't. But, like, they've got – a couple people have had double the amount of gameplay yeah. that I have, yeah. and they still Substantial time. haven't been – because I've got about 24 hours in. Mm-hmm. Still haven't been to some of the places I've been, and I'm like, that is just so – Cool egregious that you've played for 40 hours and you still haven't been somewhere that a person yeah. that's played 24 hours has been yeah that's what i love about or it. even There's, less i mean you could yeah. have played two hours and yeah. been where you where you're talking about the arl Ar- is it arl or yarl 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 of solitude yeah i figured they were playing off earl but i guess that's not the case no yarl maybe my name is yarl yarl will what's your favorite thing will 
Uh, my favorite thing is the same as Corey. It's just the whole sense of exploration in the yeah. environment. Just yeah. Leaving, like, uh, oh. coming out of the, I think it's the Greybeard's place, and walking out and just seeing the winter, winter and the snow whipping around, and it's so cool. And, like, I was just walking around <clears throat> through that, and then a dragon swoops down out of nowhere, and, bat, like, I have to fight it. It's just so awesome to yeah. do Is this that. a good time to bring up our dragon count? The number of dragons we've slayed? Yes. Yeah, sure. Three. Uh, I also have only killed three. I've also only killed three. I'd like to claim that I've killed five dragons. Justin? I've got eight. Oh! Well done. Winner, winner, our, chicken parm dinner. Well, actually, our our winner is, is Will's friend who's listening and who has... 20? 20. About 20. About 20 dragon slays. So, but he's, Sweet Jesus. He's, he's played almost 40 hours, right? Yeah, so I do. I do kind of have an interesting dragon story. Okay. Um, I did the first, the very first thing I got into the game, and I did like the first quest in the main storyline. I didn't go to the Greybeards yet because I am a mage, and everybody in the game was telling me to go to the Mage, co- mage College to expand my abilities. Is that Winterhaven? Uh, uh, Winterhold. 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 Which is in the far northeast corner of the map. Getting and there was fun. It was quite the adventure <laughs> getting there. And it's this run-down town, and everybody in this town hates the mage's college. <laughs> and it's just like, well, that's kind of where I'm going to you know, learn some stuff. Uh, so anyway, I end up joining the mage's college. And the, mages, the way it's set up is there's three buildings um, around a central courtyard area. And I meet everybody. I join the college, whatever. Uh midday I go out and everybody's like hanging out in the courtyard all the like the archmage and all the high level mages are there and a dragon attacks me and I hardly have to do a thing all the mages just beat the hell out of it yeah with their magic and it drops down dead in front of me and I'm like awesome that's so cool now one thing about fighting dragons that I really think is cool is after you kill them in a town everybody comes running yeah and and they're like all in amazement and they stare at you and like after you absorb the soul, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, I killed one in Riverwood. Riverwood, probably. See, haven't oh, that's been early. there. Yeah. No, that's the, like that's, the you were there. That's the first town oh, you go okay. to. That's I haven't one. been to where you're talking about. <laughs> Winterhaven, so yeah. Winterhold, Winterhold, Winterhold. I haven't been there yet. But um, yeah, and then and then like the corpse will stay there for a while. So like in the it's courtyard, just, of, the bones of, of the Mage's too. College was just the carcass of the dragon. Yeah. for like a few days. I think the I think all the carcasses will stay if you're not in a town. I don't know if they stay permanently. Well, I've, at least they didn't. It didn't there at, okay. in the in the mages college, yeah. because a little bit later, uh, I go out in the middle of the night and there's nobody in the courtyard, but a dragon attacks me. So it's me versus this dragon, and I end up killing it. it well, it's up high on one of the towers of the mages college. And it's it stuck up there. So fantastic. Well, I, I was able to get up there oh. um, and loot it, whatever. But it's just so cool. That's that another thing awesome. I love about the game is how differently you can play it. Yeah, I. Have not gone out in the night once. Really? I sleep through the night. Wow. Scared of the dark. Yes. The dark is pretty scary. It is. It's very it, dark. If you guys know, like, my yeah. gaming background, I'll quit a game if I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially, like, when you climb some high mountains and stuff and the blizzards start wh- whipping around and you the color see. palette yeah. fades to just, like, gray yeah, and white and it's can't just see snow and... I can yeah. I you play don't like go out it's at like night. real life. Like I better get a few hours of sleep yeah. at least. I better yeah. find an inn where yeah. I can stay warm and get some. Well, how shut else eye. would I have found my lady? No, I got attacked by two dragons at once. Whoa. And, oh. Well, I I kited one away from the other, and took the other one. And by the time I went back to kill the other one, I couldn't I couldn't find him. He was already yeah. gone. But it, that was at night too. And I I 
was getting hit by fireballs, and I just had no idea where the dragon was. Because uh-huh. you couldn't see it. Well, no, I couldn't see it, and I, you could see the red dot on, on my screen, but that doesn't really help, help because the all. dragon flies up yeah. and yeah. down. and ugh. I was going to ask if, if any of you had been attacked by a dragon inside a city yet. Yeah, yes. I got attacked. Yeah, the Mages College. Yeah, well, and after you said oh, that, yeah, you yeah. answered my question, but I think it's so cool like how they come at... It's not just like randomly out in the wilderness. They actually come yeah. into a city and, and land start, on yeah. buildings and stuff. Yeah, I was that. I was in White Run and uh, I was outside the companions and we're all outside just kind of hanging out and one attacked and like they're shooting their bows at it and I hardly had to touch it like Corey said with the mages. Yeah, they just and, took care of it. Yeah, well, I mean the the coolest part about well, everything we've been talking about is that stuff's not scripted. No, yeah, it that's just not a scripted part of the game. Yeah, that's I awesome. my my city was uh, Riften. Was where I got attacked inside the city. Have you y'all been there? No, I haven't been there yet. No, no I haven't been I have to Riften. Fun, I have a funny None story. of you have. No, that's I have a funny story so about awesome. Riften. Oh, Justin's been to Riften. Uh, I got drunk in <laughs> White Run, passed out, woke up in Riften. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's great because I need to get to Riften. So just you're get, saying just get, get drunk, drunk at White Run? That yep. is amazing. First that is of all. amazing. Second of all, just a little little snippet. Riften is a fishing village. Okay. Some good stuff going on there. I actually joined the church there. Oh, well done. Ah. I won't tell you which church it is. Did you join the Thalos? Th- Thalos? Th- th- Can you join them? I that, don't know. That, the the, th- th- what is th- it? the It's Thalos, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the god. I actually, I wanted to say, Thalos. should can we Thalos. all talk about what kind of characters we have? Yeah. And what, what we've joined and are planning well, on joining? Yeah, yeah. One, yeah, go ahead. You want me to go on? Well, one thing I wanted to say real quick yeah. is I was walking through the mountains and a dragon was uh, circling around me, but didn't fight me and just flew off. Hmm. He was just watching out for you. He's your guardian he dragon. Well, do you want to do our least or uh, a problem we have with the game, and then we'll go into our characters and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I also want to do something like because I have a few things that the uh, that Skyrim approved on significantly yeah. over Oblivion uh, that I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, probably the, for me, the the thing that improved the most was combat. Um, Definitely, yeah. I like that. Mostly that when you're fighting with people and you hit them, they don't automatically attack you. Like, they're just like, hey, you know, quit hitting me. Careful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've killed um, my companion a few times. Oh, have you? By mistake, yeah. I, see, well, magic, you got to be a little more right, careful. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I wouldn't do it near the Jarl, because I have a story about that. Okay. <laughs> the no, first I... Jarl, I'm assuming we've, we have all done this, yeah. in, in White Run, um... The guy that stands to his left, he's kind of a pompous asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the one that yeah. sells you the house. He, he collects your bounties and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Preventius. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. Well, you know how he, like, kind of insinuates that maybe you're not a dragonborn, and he's just like, eh, I don't have any reason to believe this guy. He's a wiener slave. Yeah. So I was assuming to prove him wrong, I could do my shout at him, and he'd be like, Oh, here's a dragonborn. No. I did it, and I got massacred <laughs> by everybody. Reload. So don't do it near the Jarl. Okay. Um, yeah, the the combat's a lot better. Um, the I like all the different moves you can do with you know with your chosen weapon. Um, it actually feels like you're swinging a sword rather than you know just just you know swing. yeah, yeah swinging randomly mm-hmm. um i feel like there's more strategy involved too with blocking and and hitting and and whatnot um before i would just swing my sword as wildly as possible and you yep. just can't do that in this one because you get tired you get pounded or, or you get tired yeah, stamina is big. um yeah it, it, i like to back myself into corners and have out my shield and you know poke my sword when i 
when I get the chance. And then, <laughs> and then obviously, obviously the shouts add another a whole different right, um, yeah. element to the to the combat. Um, I won't get into too many of the shouts, but yeah, I think combat is vastly improved over Oblivion. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll piggyback off of that and uh, just uh, most improved thing in my opinion is the uh, the the balance when you build your character. Yep. Um, they streamlined some stuff and expanded some other things. Like the the expanded stuff would be the perks mm-hmm. that, and, and it's like you can't really screw up. You can make the character you want, and no matter what you do, have it be as effective yeah. as a more focused character or whatever. Um, because they got rid of abilities like uh, intelligence and uh, what were those other ones? Dexterity, yeah, it was the normal like pen and paper Charisma. RPG right. type of. Abilities. And now all it is is Magicka, health, health and, and stamina. stamina, which is cool. And like I said, you use the perks to kind of spec out your guy a little bit more, and it's just it's such a, it's such a fantastic balance. Yeah, I like too that you don't have to like my one of the hard things about especially first playing Oblivion and Morrowind was knowing what skills we were going to use mm-hmm. before you even started the game right um, or, yeah because if class. you didn't yeah exactly if you didn't pick the right skills it was hard to level up because mm-hmm. you're not you know you had to have you had to have your character skills advance a level for you to level up right so mm-hmm. which is what i think is the most improved as yeah. well yeah, yeah you could kind of corner yourself into something you didn't necessarily want to be and right. because of that you suffered throughout yeah. the whole game yeah. in this one you can just Go in whatever direction you want. Mm-hmm. Say and you, keep progressing in that direction. Or even get all the skills problems. if you want. Say which is like, kind of what my guy is. Say you wanted to be an elf, and that's pretty much making you a mage in Oblivion. But yeah. in this one, you can be a warrior if you want. Right. Which I think is awesome. I'm going to say, uh, I didn't really get into Oblivion as much, just in, for whatever reason. But um, I would say that's probably what I would have picked. I love that you can just be anything. You can personalize it to the max. Whatever you want to be, you can yeah. be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you guys all like the fact that you didn't choose a class to yes. start. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't sure when I heard that that's how it was that I was going to like that, but I definitely do. Yeah. It makes more sense too, especially since you're just like you're just a prisoner that's going to get executed. You know, you oh. don't have any th- any background really. You know. Speaking of which, how cool was it watching that guy get decapitated? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's not awesome. really that's not really a spoiler because it happens in like the first the very first oh, five minutes. Of yeah, the game, one so. of the one of the things I wanted to mention was that um, any of the footage that you saw, like uh, Bethesda trailers and gameplay videos, that's all stuff that happens like right at the beginning super of the early. Game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all of it. Um, the, the the dungeon that they showed is right at the beginning of the game, and the town. And, yeah, the town. It's all. All that stuff's right. That's at the beginning. good. And they don't spoil anything like from later on in the game, which I figured they probably wouldn't. But you, right. you never know, you know. So okay, uh, we'll talk about. Well, did well? Did you say what? Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the class stuff. Yeah, we'll talk real quick about maybe something that could use improvement. Um, for me, the the only annoyance that I have with the game is the auto saving. Um, I just got done playing a lot of games that save constantly. Um, so when I die, I lose, I'll lose a lot of progress. It's not even a problem with the game. It's just I have to get used to saving more. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually wondering, do you recall how many saves you're up to? Seven. I want to say like 38. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Corey, where are you at? Are we talking about like like total s- saves? Or? Saves that you have personally done. Like separate saves on my thing. It counts them. 
Yeah. I don't. I don't really it'll, know. It'll have a number next to it. I don't really know. I think mine's like thirty-eight. I that's I, that's small. I'm at hundred and seven. I was gonna say, yeah, like that's well, sounds... that, that's my point. I'm a big I don't, saver. I don't save a lot. You can you can change the setting uh-huh. so that every time you enter your menu, it will save more frequently or less frequently. Okay. You can set it to like two minutes, and every time you open your menu after two minutes, it'll auto save. See, I should oh, do that because okay. okay, so that's not that can even really be a negative about the game. It's just my stupidity. <laughs> well, I, I, I think well, a lot of games that we play nowadays save that's not all a, the time. That's not an issue, right? Because uh, I just, I mean, most recently I played Batman, right? And if you died, you didn't lose any progress, right? So it, it is really frustrating though yeah. to to have like you could potentially play an hour into an, a dungeon without auto saving yeah. and you die, and you're like, oh my god, I've done that. Auto save. That's, that's why I've saved hour. 107 times. Exactly. Yeah. Once you, I mean, once you. Get used to Get it. Get used to it. Yeah, but I mean, it is 2011. I, I kind of, I kind of feel like it's a valid complaint. Well, I, I think part of it is it, it slows it down because um, part of the reason, like some of the loading screens take a little bit longer, is because it's saving while while it's loading. Yeah. So yeah. it does slow the game down a little bit. Yeah, and like I like I was talking about with the auto save, the menus. opening your menu is it yeah. does there is a, a pause that is a little bit annoying. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, I yeah. guess. Although we were talking right before, and apparently it's better to not have the game installed on your hard drive. For Xbox. I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, I Xbox. read that in an article said that it affects the graphics and the textures and all that. If you okay. haven't installed your hard drive and they're recommending not doing it, I, but they are working on it. There's okay. The thing is, is there... I said it. I said I didn't want to say it. And I, I said the thing is... Well, the thing or, about it. The thing about the graphics. <laughs> no, um, what I heard was that... Uh, if you there's some bugs if you install it they're not game breaking in any way they're just mm-hmm. kind of an eyesore um, it is still your games will still load a lot quicker and stuff if it is saved under your Xbox okay um, but if the texture stuff kind of bugs you then you don't want to install it it doesn't I mean honestly it doesn't look that different it, like close up things don't look that different than Oblivion yeah I mean obviously the character models and stuff are a lot better but like a lot of the environment stuff doesn't look different right than Oblivion but like the the draw distance is so much greater yep, that's definitely improved the yeah the stuff far away just looks unbelievable well I still think um, a lot of people still have problems with the character models I still think they look a lot better than they did in Oblivion. Oh, absolutely. Way yeah. better. Not Still not great. Not like they do in Rage or like yeah. L.A. Noir or something. No, but I but don't think they could do that with the with the scope of the game. No. Well, L.A. Noir was all motion capture. Yeah. And the faces and stuff. So yeah. uh, that's a little different. But I, st- I think it's far no, See, none of that takes away from the game for No, me. it's, I mean, it's still like a fantasy setting and it doesn't need to be photorealistic. Yeah. But the scope of the game doesn't it just doesn't need that. Not at all, I don't think. But yeah, well, uh, who else has a? I've got a, I got a couple things. Okay. Um, I did want to talk about a bug that I experienced. Uh-huh. I was in a cave, Shimmer Shimmer Mist Cave. Oh, I like that name. Any of you been there? Yes, I have. No, it's nope. a companion quest. Puh. Haven't even touched those. Okay. Really? It. Yeah. I haven't. I don't think I've done that yet. I, I found that cave, and yeah, I mean, you, I didn't have the quest. For I mean, it. You, yeah, you could go in there without having yeah. the quest. Well, it was a companion quest that I got. Okay. Um, and I couldn't beat it, so I left the cave and I come out, and my character is running in place and not moving. And I was like, oh, weird. I actually texted Corey because yeah. I was freaking out. Eric a was bit. all upset. I was. So I, I loaded a previous save. It, it comes up, it still wouldn't move. <laughs> and I was like, huh. So I did a fast travel. To a different city, still wouldn't move, and I was like, "Oh shit!" 
I have no idea what I'm going to do because, you know, it takes a while to do anything in this game. And at that point, I was, like, level 6, and I was like, ah, boy, that's going to be a real yeah. bitch if yeah, I had to go back and start, start over. over. And so I ended up turning the system off and turning it back on, and it was back. So huh. thank goodness, and it hasn't happened again. Yeah. Um, there was that. I have had a friend told me that his is freezing up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine froze right at the end of the very first dungeon, okay. like I, when I first started the game. I don't think I've froze at all. I do have a friend that plays PS3. One of them plays Xbox. The other one has PS3, and they were both freezing up. So. Yeah. yeah. Really? No, my, my, I had one freeze, and then I had a few times where it froze for an extended length of time and then was fine. Like, a couple times it froze for, like, 30 seconds, and I'm like, I'm just sitting there so angry. Yeah. And then it finally kicks back in. I actually like, oh, did have God. a freeze now that I think about it. I was in a loading screen, and one of my friends signed into Xbox Live, and it froze. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, I mean, it is Bethesda. Yeah, but to be, it shouldn't even. I shouldn't even be saying this because every game should ship without those kind of bugs. Right. But for a Bethesda game, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it did. <laughs> in, in terms of technical issues, Cons- One, go ahead. Considering, yeah, Fallout oh, Vegas. My God. Oh my God. Um, the uh, other still- thing, it's not even a complaint. It's something that I feel like is taking away from my my game experience a little bit is that I have to fast travel, and it's taking away from my exploration yeah. a little bit, and random encounters, and maybe yeah. leveling up in some fights. Well, why do you have to? Just to just because I'm to manage your time a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know did, you, I mean? did you get a horse yet? Yeah, it doesn't travel that much faster. No. It really doesn't. But I don't know. It, I, I have to do it. It's necessary that they put it in the game. But at the same time, I feel like I'm missing out on some things. Yeah. yeah. I, uh... I've taken the philosophy of if I can fast travel, I will do it. Yeah. Because I can remember playing Oblivion and Morrowind and never choosing to fast travel. And it just took me so long to get mm-hmm. anything done. And um, you mentioned the Shimmer. What's the name of that? Shimmer. Shimmer? I think Shimmer it's Shimmer Mist, Mist Cave. Shimmer yes. Mist Caves. A couple of us had seen it, even though it wasn't part of a quest. Yeah. So I kind of get the impression that if I just keep doing quests, I'll end up seeing yeah. maybe not everything, but a majority of what I need to see, and then I can do the exploration My map stuff. is pretty full because I, every time I see a new place, I save. Yeah. Because that way I can always fast travel back there. Yeah. Yeah, That's no, that's smart. Yeah. Very smart. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's... It's minor things. That's not even a complaint. It's just something that I feel like I'm yeah, missing yeah. out. Yeah. What I started doing is I would walk to a quest and then fast travel back because I had already gone there. Oh, okay. So that, that's what I do. I kind of split it half and half. Yeah, that's a good idea. But Nice. Yeah. Well, complaint, annoyance? I have not found any complaints or annoyances yet. I wow. have not froze once. I don't. I have my uh, game installed on my hard drive. have not had any graphic issues. Not even, like, near a mountain? Like, you're, no. you're up in a mountain and you somehow go into the rocks? No, I have not had any of those issues yet. I did fall through the map once, too. Yeah. I th- that's weird. I'm the PS3 guy, and I've had the most bugs, I think. The only thing, I mine froze once, maybe twice, and then I had... Uh, quest NPC gets stuck in a cave. Oh yeah, uh, that kind of stuff sucks. Though. Justin, have you had any um, exploits? I think um, I've gone onto the message boards a bunch of times, and um, there's a one exploit where you could like sneak, and uh, you just go backwards into a wall, and you could just keep leveling it up and leveling it up. Really? And it's very tempting not to do that. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, really, not much that I've seen. I hmm. loved it. Yeah. 
Oh, do you guys know that you could sprint in the game? Yes. Yeah. I did, did not know, know that for the first 20 hours. <laughs> Wait, did you not know? I didn't know. Yeah, LB. I played 20 hours. I don't know. You hit LB. LB that's oh, it. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. It, it works for horses, too. You can yeah. gallop in. Horses run fast. <sighs> the only reason I know is because at the old beer party, I saw Will do it, and I was like, wait a minute, you can sprint? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know you could sprint. Well, none yeah. of us read the manual then, right? No, I didn't uh, read it. Drain stamina. I looked at it, but. It I does didn't drain read your it. stamina like that. Yeah, that's but, all right, though. Yeah. Yeah, screw it. Yeah. Huh. That. Well, that'll be good for running away from giants who I've been killed by several times. Touché. I've killed one. Haven't battled one yet. I've always run. Yeah, they're they're. Pretty, I get on my they're, horse. They're and pretty take off. Pretty tough. Give them the bird. I just as stay I run away. By they'll, they'll leave you alone as long as you don't get too close. They're friendly. Giants. The only time I got attacked by BFGs. one is when a dragon dropped, and I was fighting him, and the, the giant was fighting him too. Oh yeah. And I killed a dragon, and the giant attacked me. Yeah. And I was like, hey man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, brother. <laughs> yep. Um, no. Uh, Brad Schumacher of, of Giant Bomb has a great story about Skyrim involving that. Um, well, no, I don't really want to talk about it because it's kind of a spoiler. But he gets in a situation where it's a battle between himself, a dragon, another dragon, a giant, and a mammoth. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they're all fighting each other. It's it's, it's like a Royal Rumble in yeah. the WWF. And again, that's unscripted. Yeah. That's just how the game that that's the situation he got himself into did he get out alive yeah nice. yeah he did pussy um but it's a really <laughs> good story um my complaint i think is kind of big is the the favorites menu yeah i don't like that at all uh it's a good point i don't i'm not that. a huge fan of the menus no be, well i i like the way they redid the ui because the menus are really streamlined and i think the big reason they did that was so that you could go in and out of them really quick um, but for a character like mine, which I focus a lot on magic, um, and I, ha- I do like a bow and calling up spells is probably exactly. pretty tough on it's, that. Well, it's not that it's tough; it's just a pain that every yeah. like I'll cast one spell and then I'll get that off, and then I'll have to go to my next spell. So I'll go back into the menu, pick a, put a new spell on there. Same process. I'll do that like four or five times before I finally get in the situation where I'm set with the battle and I'm just going to keep throwing fireballs or whatever uh-huh. and that's kind of a pain now that, now that you mentioned that that would probably be my complaint yeah and um me will and uh our cousin chris we were actually talking about it and like i think the presets process would or the presets uh idea would be a lot better yeah. even like the uh the wheel um like in fallout like in fallout the wheel or yeah. mass effect had the wheel yeah, yeah I know you, you mean. know just so you could choose stuff that or uh dragon age yeah um, I just think that'd be a lot better, better way to do it than to go through Pick and use the D-pad for it. Yeah, yeah the exactly. menus because I I probably have like thirty things in my favorite menu and I use all. Of them. And at that point, it's not a favorite. It's just no. It's you just need. it's just go. You might as well just go into your menu. See, that's the difference with my character. I'm a two-handed. Okay. And I use restoration at the end of a fight. I'll mm-hmm. heal myself. And sometimes a little destruction here yeah. and there. And then change your shouts. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. So I only have like four things yeah. in my favorites, no. and it's still kind of a pain. Because I I use all the magics. I have all the spell. I like. Yeah. I, go, I use all of them. Yeah, and it's just. I could see where that would be a huge. It's a little pain unmanageable. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. My next character will be a mage character, so I guess I have that to look forward should, to. Should we mention what our characters are? Yeah, we can do, talk about our characters. Did we all do our, our problems or whatever? Yep. Yeah, we're all done with problems. All right, let's do our characters. Okay, I'll go first. I have a Nord. Um, it's like a paladin, I guess. Uh, heavy armor. One-handed weapons. I usually use a sword, shield, uh, a lot of restoration, um, so I can heal myself, which is necessary. 
because um, I don't like to spend money on potions because mm-hmm. I'm a cheap yeah. ass. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my character. You can craft them pretty easily. Uh, yeah. I do a lot of that. I alchemy. spend my crafting on, on smithing. So. Uh, what what other things have you put your points into? Uh, lock picking, I do. Um, what else? Are we talking about what we put our perks heavy, into? Yeah. Heavy, heavy armor. I'll, I pretty much, I only have two more smithing skills to unlock. Okay. The Daedric armor and then the dragon bone armor. Do you armor. have a favorite perk that you've unlocked? Uh, I like the base heavy armor and base um, sword ones because they... Like, I think I have four points in the base um, one-handed weapon one, which adds 80% to your damage. And then the same with the heavy armor. I think I have 60% um, to my heavy armor. I'm trying to get the one where you get, like, a 25% or 50% bonus for having a matching set of armor. Because I always make sure I have a matching set of armor. So I'm I'm trying to go for that. Is that only if you're wearing all light armor or heavy armor or whatever? It's a matching set of heavy armor. Yeah, that one's in heavy. It's a heavy armor perk. Because um, I wear a robe Mm -hmm. and, like, a hood, Mm -hmm. which isn't considered armor. (laughs) No, but there's a perk for that, right, where you... Can, well, I don't know. It's mage because armor, basically. If you, if you follow up light armor, it says if you're wearing all light armor, you get a bonus. Right. Does that just mean if I'm if my armor that I'm wearing is light armor, or do I have to actually have four pieces of light uh, armor? I don't on? know, actually. That's a good question. I think you need to have all, all pieces of light armor, yeah. but if it says match set, it has to be all dwarven or all... Okay. Yeah. So that wouldn't work for me if I was wearing mage robes and a hood. I don't no. think so. That's too bad. So you couldn't but wear, that's like, all right, gauntlets because, and get a bonus Because I can for cast, like, Oak Flesh and get plus yeah. 60 to my armor rating. Yeah. This is true. I'll go next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, I had the wife next to me, and I made an Imperial... He, I knew he was going to be, like, a warrior. So I wanted to pick a name, and I like Nordic names, even for, like, if I was to have a kid, I, I kind of like Nordic names. Me too. So... I actually had her look on the computer, bring up some Nordic names, and my favorite, it wasn't necessarily my favorite name, but it means one who wears a helmet, and like all the commercials, the horns and stuff, and actually when we went to the midnight release, (laughs) a funny story, my friend Jeff hadn't pre-ordered the game yet, he called GameStop at quarter to nine before they closed, the night of the midnight release, and he was like, hey, listen, if I come in tonight, are you just going to have some extra ones for people? And they're like, well, maybe, but if you come in before nine... And pre-order it, we'll have one for you. So he's like, all right, let's go. We're getting in the car. And we went. Literally, three guys were already there waiting for three hours before uh-huh. it came out. They, there was three guys. They had a box of raisinets, and one of them had a homemade, like, duct tape foil dragon helmet. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so my guy's name is Grimnir, which means one who wears a helmet. Uh-huh. And I am a Imperial specializing in two-handed weapons, blocking, and heavy armor. Um, they do start out with a bonus to one, one-handed weapons, which... Imperials? Yeah. Well, what about the voice of the Emperor? Whatever, Corey. I don't <laughs> use that garbage. I don't use it either. Yeah. I haven't used it once. <laughs> Me either. Oh, yeah, yeah Corey and I are both Imperial. Yeah, I'm Imperial. Yeah, um, yeah so I really like it. Um, if If I had to do it over... I would probably do one-handed with a hand with some magic on it. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I like my guy. Actually, my favorite perk, I can't remember what it's called, but I just unlocked it, and it gives you a chance to decapitate your enemy. Which tree is that in for two-handed? Yeah. Okay. And I, I do decapitate quite a bit. That's and pretty it's, awesome. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like, you can 
their head rolls away from their body and yeah, it's yeah. like a separate thing. Is it like they do the like the, the fallout style like cutscenes where it yeah, kind of yeah. pulls back yeah. and goes in slow mo? See, yep. I, I, I get like that, that with my, my one handed swords yeah. with like finishing moves kinda. Yeah, that's cool. And right. a lot of guys like sometimes I'll even one hit someone. Like I'll just yeah. run them run up to them and run them through with the sword. I'm Must finding a nice. lot of that now. I'm finding nice. a, a lot of one hit kills now. Yeah. Um I do enjoy having the companion with me. That's kinda yeah, I probably shouldn't talk about that. But anyway, um as far as crafting goes, I've done a lot of smithing and a little bit of alchemy. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I want to get a little more into alchemy. I just, it's kind of a pain in the ass for me to go around gathering, gathering supplies and stuff. It. You know what I mean? Well, Eric, if you uh, manage to reach the top of the Mages College, yeah, uh, you essentially get your own garden. Is that, that right? Has all this stuff growing? Cool. In it. Well, like I said, I haven't easy. even been to the Mages. College, yeah. College. You haven't even been to the town. No. Yeah, that's so crazy. Isn't that cool? Oh. Yeah, so, um, and I did, uh, Dan, I don't know if, if you didn't talk about this, um, I joined the Companions. Yeah, I'm at the beginning of the Companions. The Companions? Yep. It's very cool. Uh, I think that's just, like, a cool group. I was, Oh, like, yeah, I guess I should talk about yeah, the yeah. stuff I'm in. Go ahead. Um, I joined the Imperial Legion. I'm in the Bard's <laughs> College. Bard's College, too, in Solitude. So, Wait, there's a Bard's College? There's a Bard's College. It's like college. a guild? Boy, is yeah. there. Oh man! Do they teach you speechcraft? Uh, I like speechcraft. Yeah, speechcraft. Speechcraft is great. I actually just started putting some points into speechcraft. Yeah. After I got my heavy armor block and two handed up, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw." That's good stuff. Yeah, because I think now I get 15 percent bonus to selling and and buying. Yeah. Um, I I joined the companions. I am planning on joining the Imperial Legion. Mm -hmm. I got a quest to start the Thieves Guild in Riften. I'm probably not gonna do it. Not with that character. Not with my character. No. Um, I, I actually think I can turn on the guy and turn him in for trying to get me help him steal something. Uh-huh. Do it. Yeah. Oh, I definitely will. Nice. But um, what a jerk. Yeah, that's my guy. I'm level 16, and I like it. I'm happy with my choice. <laughs> I'm using an orcish warhammer right now. Ooh. I have a glass. Oh, they do uh, have the one, glass stuff. I haven't yeah, seen glass, any glass one stuff. Yeah, sword. Did you make it or did you find I, it? I made it. Did you? I make. I made everything. Have, have you I found have. glass stuff yet, though? Uh, because I mean, the drop scale to your level too, right? Yeah. So. No, they do. Um, I yeah, I think I've come across one or two glass daggers I like that. That I remember Morrowind, like seeing the glass stuff, and you got so excited. Yeah, because you could green. sell it for a ton. Yeah, that's good money. So, well, um, I have a dark elf mage slash warrior. Uh, I'm spell sword. Spell sword, yeah. Uh, basically, I'm dueling destruction magic, conjuration, and restoration with one handed sword. And I bounce back and forth between heavy and light armor. I don't know which one I like more. Uh-huh. Um, right now, I am doing the companions quests. I'm pretty almost done with that right now. And then I'm gonna go join the Winter College, Winter Hold College, mm-hmm. and do all that stuff because I'm I use magic way more than my sword. So doing that and i'm level i think 12 did any of you join like a religion at any of the temples yet no no oh. <laughs> it's funny because like i'm not into religion in real life but i joined one <laughs> see nice. that's that's the magical thing about yeah. skyrim <laughs> is uh, see I, I, j- I joined the one in rift and i won't tell you what the religion is or what know. the temple is but yeah, I joined the, the Rift and I was like, you know and what? You I can felt, get behind this. You felt good about it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be damned. And I just did the last part of it. It was so cool. Like, they give you 20, like, 
flyer. You know how religious people sure. go around handing out flyers and you shit. You guys want some free literature? Exactly. Oh, yeah. They give you 20 pamphlets to go around handing out in the city. And I'm oh, like I handing them out. And, and you it, felt good about doing yeah, that. You're and like, it says, here, brother, blessings be upon you. That's what you say to the people. Yes. That's and some so some awesome. of some of them are like me, how I would be in real life, like get the fuck away from right, me, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are like, oh, thanks. You know, I'll really look into this. That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's so awesome. But yeah. Nice. Well, anyway, my build. I am also an imperial. Uh, one, and I didn't realize this at the time, but what I really like about being an imperial is they have the luck of the em- emperor or something silly like that, mm. where anytime you. You open something that has gold in it, you'll get more gold, more gold than yeah. any other character. That's one of the reasons I I picked him. See, I didn't realize that at the time, but I'm kind of glad I did. Yeah, I'm kind of a greedy bastard. Me too. Um, my character is mostly a mage. I do use a bow quite a bit, and I sneak a lot, uh, which is great because sneak attack with a bow does some pretty good damage. Yeah. Um, and if you if you really max out your sneak, you can do like 15 times damage. Oh, sneak attack. That's so cool that like. We have we've each made like such a different character. Like, yeah. I sneak barely any. Yeah, I don't. Sneak I've at never all. shot a bow. Right. Never thought about shooting a bow. I have a bow to shoot great. dragons yeah, with. It's pretty great against dragons. Yeah. Because you can hide behind stuff and shoot them, and then hide and then shoot them. And like. so, like, Dan and I were talking at work the other night while we were at work, not yeah. working. <laughs> um, <laughs> just talking about like what characters we were planning on making in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because my next character will be my magic character. Yeah. Which I even thought about starting before I even finished the game with this character. I'm not going to do that just because, like, I, I just... You I, re- I like the character I've got, and yeah. I want to just get through, you know, yeah. at would least you, the main story. What you guys name your characters? I named mine Sigmund. Oh, you said Eric. You yeah, were, I uh, talked about mine. What was the name again? Grimnir. Grimnir. I was lame and named him Will because I wanted to be the one saving the world. You're not that lame, man. I named him Corey. Yes. <laughs> one of my other friends named him after himself. Uh, I just feel more accomplished doing that as my own name. Yeah. Justin, what did you make? What uh, type of character? Yeah, yeah, what was your build? Um, I'm, I'm going. I'm going heavy armor, um, archery, big time. Um, what race? Nord. Ah. Nord. Oh, are you the only? Oh, you're a Nord. I'm Dan's a Nord. Nord. Oh, Dan's I'm an Imperial. You're Imperial. Yeah. It was hard for me about. not to pick Nord because I just think Nords are so badass. Well, I didn't know the world of the realm of Skyrim is it's Nord. Nord. Nord realm. Yeah, if I that's mainly that, why I, I picked it. If I had yeah. known that, I probably would have picked. But I didn't know. What to I want. I wanted to fit in. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I picked Nord. <laughs> um, what else you got, Justin? Archery, heavy armor, um, sneak. Um, I used a little exploit that. Uh, I feel pretty guilty about at this point. Hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It works for you. <laughs> um, uh, what else? I haven't joined the Imperials or Stormcloaks is the other one. Right. Yeah. I haven't joined that. <laughs> Have you joined any guilds at all? No, not at all. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Level 20, and I did a bunch of the main quests and then just kind of stopped and yeah. started crafting. Mm-hmm. And, and for the last 12, What's your crafting levels, specialty? Smithing, definitely. Yeah. I want to get that... Uh, Diedrich armor looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, armor does look pretty awesome. I did. Yeah. I did want to mention. I think we should all probably mention how far we've gone in terms of game game time played, and how far we've gone in the main story. I think that's another really cool thing about the game. Yeah, I have twenty four hours in, and I've just finished. I don't know, the the Greybeard's missions maybe like the second. Third? Second or it's, third. It's early. It's, it's, it's early. real early on the main quest, and I just finished that one, and I have 24 hours in. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got an accomplishment called 
Man of the People, I think, for doing 50 miscellaneous quests. Wow, that's a lot of miscellaneous. Yeah. I was pretty... I, I didn't even realize I had done that many. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is um, the random quest generating, uh-huh. the radiant whatever quest, yeah. dynamic quest. I can't really tell the difference between which is what quests are randomly generated and which uh, are... First of all, I didn't even know about this till right now. Yeah, well, we talked about it in the last episode. Corey, you know how I get. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like... I mean, if that's going to be the case, that's pretty awesome that you can't really tell the difference between what's a randomly... Because the randomly gener- generated quests are what make the game never-ending. Yeah. They ra- they actually randomly yeah. generate. Yeah. So yeah, you could be do. doing quests forever in yeah. the game. I yeah, the game never that. ends. That's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? That's oh, amazing. And we talked... Because we talked about collecting flowers oh, and how boring that okay. would be. Yeah, now but, I remember. I mean, With Sebastian. Yeah, and the quests are a little bit bigger deal They're than more, collecting yeah, flowers. More, more detailed. So, I mean, that's awesome. The infinite game. Infinite game. That's right. I feel like they can infinitely do, like, kidnapping. I've done a few kidnapping ones that maybe were randomly generated, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, See, I, I, really I haven't done any kidnapping ones. It's really tough to say. Because I don't think all the miscellaneous quests are randomly generated. No. Some of them so. are. Some of them aren't. Yeah. And I'll be damned if my quest log isn't still jam-packed with stuff. Yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> Is there, I don't think there's a max quests... No. Have you guys hit Max? Uh, no. Nope. This is another thing I want to ask you guys. Now, in the last Elder Scrolls Oblivion, did they have the like uh objective point up on the top of the screen where to go? Yes. Yeah, yeah. they did. Okay. Yes. I couldn't remember. But what they didn't do with that uh what what are you that compass on the top? Yeah. Um in Skyrim, they each type of location has a separate icon yeah mm-hmm. um yeah in in oblivion it was all the same it was just okay. a little triangle yeah. same with morrowind it's but now cool. now you know what you're walking towards so if you look around on your compass you can see all the different icons you can see a town okay i want to go to mill. a town yeah or a mill it'll 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 just have the correct icon so you know yeah. what you're walking towards yeah which is really helpful i think so absolutely yeah uh-huh that everything well is it everything? No, I don't think so. There's got to be more. I, I wanted to actually talk about how realistic I felt the geological formations were. I didn't like, really pay attention to that. Like, because I was just looking around, and one of the areas I was in when I got attacked by the two dragons actually was like a, it was, I almost want to say like it was a salt flats, but it had like bubbling, um, like it had like geysers coming out of it and bubbling like uh, like sulfur and stuff. Mm-hmm. Looks so realistic. And then I was on the far west end of the map. Where they had all the like the the glacial valleys and stuff, and then the like big craggy rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it makes the game feel so much more like real because the 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 there's such a, a good attention to detail yeah, on, yeah. The, on the on the geological formations and, and the differences in the, right in and the, the land the landscape is right. it's so diverse and that's yeah. kind of what I'm talking about with the reward. Like even if your reward isn't tangible in the game, it's visual. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's such, and, that's so cool. To look and at. it makes it worth going to all the cities. Like, all the cities are different. Yeah. I just went to one, I can't remember what it's called. It's all the way to the west. I actually went there for a quest for my uh, my religion. Oh, it's I like Malkreath or something like Mar, that? Marth. Markreath. Yeah. It's Mar something. Markith? Yeah. That could be it. It's all the way to the west and uh, it's just like this there's a lot of mountain in the city, and it's built, like, right into the mountains. And there's Ugh. actually, yeah, you go into a mountain for part of it. And That's awesome. There's, an, there's a whole excavating site that they've set up. And, like, I haven't even, the only reason I went there was for that one mission. And I got roped into another mission as soon as I walked in. <laughs> yeah. And then another one, as I was walking by, this guy was talking, and I obviously was supposed to talk to him. And I was like, 
Eh, all yeah. right. Yeah. So I Whatever. did it, and it turned out to be probably my favorite mission that I've done. Yeah. That's uh, so cool. So, and I'm not even done with it. It just yeah. started. So. Um, I do have a couple more things in my notes okay. that I did want to bring up. Uh, we didn't really talk about the, the like the story behind Skyrim. Um, just to briefly sum up, what happens prior to the events of the game is that the king of Skyrim, of all of Skyrim, because there's the Jarls who are like the smaller kings. And then, uh, Governor. yeah, the main king of Skyrim is assassinated, um, and civil war breaks out between the Nords. Some Nords want to stay with the Empire, and some want to break free. Break free. Secede. Secede. Um, and I, I, like I said, I haven't really played the main campaign too much, but you kind of get to choose who you want to side up with. Oh, really? Apparently, that's just from what I heard. But Another thing I love about the game, and this is why you can never get bored with it, is because there's such a variety of things to do that when you get tired of, like, the combat and the politics stuff, is you can just duck away and become, like, a little domestic house person. And, and like, and just cook. Yeah, just cook and organize your stuff in your house. And, like, you don't even have to leave a town, and you could just have just as much fun for hours. That's what I recently did. Yeah. Like, for the last six or seven levels I've just stayed in the and town. And that's that like you think of a game like Modern Warfare three and you just get burned out because you're just constantly fighting and getting ridiculed by thirteen year olds. <laughs> and like in Skyrim, okay, you can constantly you want be fighting choke. and you're like, I gotta get out of this. Actually, so you know what you do? You duck away. You go to white hold or whatever that's whatever that's called. That's white a good run. lead for us to discuss multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I really feel like I spit on my microphone. Ooh. <laughs> that's what she said. But uh, game like Dark Souls. How do you feel about like a multiplayer type gameplay like from Dark Souls? I think that in, if they were Skyrim, if they were going to do any multiplayer, it would have to be something small like that. Because I con- I was constantly thinking to myself, as much as is awesome as this game is, and like it really is, it's probably going to be game of the year for me. Um, it's going to compete with Dark Souls, but I'm pretty sure it's going to win at this point. Although I haven't played Zelda yet, and that's the only other contender in my opinion. Um, but as great of a game as it is and as much fun as I have it on my own in the single player experience, like every now and again, I'll get that urge to be like, man, I wish my friends could see my guy yeah. and like see my house and or, just like hang out and or like, like go in a cave. Yeah, with a yeah. Friend. Like, like just do a little co-op through a cave and just like hang out just so I can show off my abilities and like what my guy looks like. Cause my guy looks really cool. Yeah. I have awesome robes and I have this mask on and yeah. He looks real badass. No, I agree. It would have to be something along those lines. Because right. you don't want to bring it totally multiplayer type well, of thing. No. What about like a Fable style multiplayer? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was that thinking would, that, that would a co-op. Yeah. A co-op would be Just so you can call sweet. other people in and just kind of do that quickly. Yeah. But like we should really emphasize that it doesn't need it. Yeah, no, no, it no. does not need it. Not it's at a all. fantastic game without multiplayer just for S's and G's. Yeah. As long as it doesn't allow trading. But at the same at the same time, it's like... That's one of the things that, that makes it different now is because games have become so multiplayer oriented. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Skyrim is like completely single player, like you're doing your own thing. And yeah. Just so much to do by yourself. And, and you don't need to spend $10 to get an online pass to play no, it, which and, and is ridiculous. The other thing I've noticed, like video games in general feel like time is going super fast. I could be playing Skyrim for four or five hours and it literally feels like it's been a yeah. half hour yeah. yes. snap of yes. fingers yeah. I've had that too yeah. it's it's really a magical game I'll be game. playing it for what I thought is like half yeah. an hour and it's I've, I've been playing for it's six, like, six it's or seven hours it's time to go hours. to bed yeah 
Like, I stayed up till 4 in the morning the other night, and I was like, I, I just I don't want to go to bed yet. No, you just want to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like e- everything is a lower priority than yeah. Skyrim yeah. all the time. And it's every person that I know that's played it has said that. I know. It's so cr- I've never seen such universal acclaim for yeah. a game as I have with Skyrim. And I'm not even, I'm not even BSing. No. No, I agree. I, I agree 100%. I have friends who aren't big into video games who have got this game and it monopolizes their yeah. lives. Like <laughs> 90% of our conversations in school have revolved around <laughs> Skyrim and like 10% like miscellaneous yeah. stuff. Actually, yeah. I was talking to a guy yesterday who works where I work. And he has 40 hours into the game as of a couple days ago. I'm sure it's far more than that now because it's, like, all he does. He's a big World of Warcraft guy, so he's pulled himself off of Warcraft for that long. And what did he say to me? I I don't know. We were talking about, oh, I asked him if he was going to get Old Republic. And he's like, man, I'd really like to. He's just like, I don't know if I have time with Skyrim. He's like, like, I'm trying to get through Skyrim as fast as I can so I can move on with my life. (laughs) Good luck with that. It's just not going to happen. And I just like, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here thinking about it right now. And like, all I can think, I can't, all I can think about right now is not going in and doing some major quest line or whatever. All I can think about right now as we're talking is going in, going outside of what's white, White run. White run. I keep messing it up. With my bow and just hunting down some wolves or whatever for some yeah. pelts. Just so yes. I can do some crafting. Like that's some what's on my craft. mind right now. Yeah. And that's such like a menial thing, but that's all I can think about. Here here's another thing that I think in in years past, these games I really like them, but I've had trouble staying focused. For whatever reason, I, I've been able to focus very well on this and I, I haven't gotten overwhelmed with the amount of stuff you can do as right. I did in yes. years past. I don't know why it's just been that way. But I think one thing that's helped me is that when I save, before I save my last one before I get off, I go in my my quest log. I have it set up for what I'm planning to do the next time I get on (laughs) so that my my objective is already set. Mm -hmm. I'm going to log on and I'm going to say... That's what I'm doing today. There you go. It's just what I mean. It's just the variety of things that you can do. You can time it however you want to to fit your, your gaming style right and I, and I can't remember what i'm doing next time right but i know as soon as i turn on be like right nailed it yep that's well, a great idea i'm gonna do that now, yeah actually. one of the things that i've noticed with skyrim that i haven't had with any other game is i've gotten on and there's been seven or eight people on my friends list yes. online <laughs> oh, i've online, noticed that and they're all playing skyrim and nobody's talking to each other or yeah. like trying to usually me and all, my friends get into playing a, skyrim get into a party but we just don't yeah i've i've noticed the same thing like I'll have ten friends on at a time, and at least seven of them are playing Skyrim. Yeah, that's the only time that's ever happened to me. Same here. Any game ever. Right. Um, the other thing, I was uh, I follow uh, PAX East on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He was asking like everybody's opinion on Game of the Year, and he gave his... There's a couple guys that run their Facebook website. I think his name was George. And he said that he's never played a game that kept him as interested... As Skyrim has, yeah. and I would have to agree a hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they just it, everything was just so finely crafted, and everything in the game has a purpose. Like yeah. every every character has a personality, yeah. and and every dungeon has a history, and yeah. it's just. Well, it's like I was so saying when I was passing magical. out those notes about my religion. Like some people reacted one way. Yeah. Some people were like, "Get away from me!" And every character has a unique yeah. personality, and it's just it's so immersive, and you can. I, I don't know. I can't wait until you guys, like, if you do join a religion. I want to talk about oh, like, I'm gonna, what, what Eric. I did. I'm gonna. 
just because it's so cool, like, the stuff that I got to do with it. Yeah. Nice. I, I actually, uh, to, I guess to, to, to close out what I have to say about mm-hmm. the game, because I do love it so much, and I mentioned to Justin previously that I could, the world could end in 2012, <laughs> and I would feel like my gaming arc has been completed. It would be really? very and tough. Be, and be really? satisfied. Yeah, it would be very tough for me to find a game that I liked more than this one. And I was telling somebody today, I was like, I'm almost prepared to make it my favorite game ever. Ooh. And it has its issues, but you're like, you're forgiving them. They don't even them. matter. Exactly, because just like, it's like the, it's the, it's what you want to be your yeah. matrix. You want to be in yeah. that world. And oh, yeah. the, the main story would have to just be awful for me not to make it my right. and there's no way that's going to happen no, yeah. no, like, no, no, no. I, I sent out a tweet to Bethesda the night <laughs> I, I picked I it up I read it, it was awesome. and I said I have never seen, because I went to the, the pre-order at the GameStop here in Vestal GameStop? Did I get GameStop, that right? Yeah, yeah. GameStop. Right. I always get GameStop I, do too. GameStop. I, always, do I always mess them up um, and the, oh, that place was packed with people but everybody's having a good time, but anyway I tweeted Bethesda and I'm like, never have I seen such a genuine smile on the faces of people that I saw tonight? Dude. Thank you. And that was it. When we that's were at the pre-order, first of all, at least in this area, that's the most people I've ever seen Me too. at a midnight release. Ever. Madden, Halo. The whole store was jam-packed with people. We actually got lucky because we were in the back of the line. Oh, yes. and, and one of the workers was like, hey, have you guys gotten your finalized receipt or whatever? We're like, no. He's like, all right, follow me up to the registers. we got to do that. So we get up there, and we just stayed up there. Yeah. yeah really. Well, the funny funny part of that is I didn't even have it pre-ordered Yeah, Corey at the time. didn't pre-order it, he, and he got it before any of us did, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I paid for it at like 11.50. Yeah. Got my copy at 12.10 <laughs> before anybody else who had pre-ordered it. Months ahead, possibly yeah. Oh, yeah. years, and walked out and was ready to play. And and we went out of the store. Not only was the store packed, past the next store, next door was was the line. Had to yeah. be I, 100, 100 yards. Yeah, our yeah, line easy. I actually asked the guy after I, I bought Skyrim the day after the midnight release. He said they had just as many people for modern or Modern Warfare two. Oh, three, three. One that just three, came out. Three, yeah, three. That just came out. Skyrim and. Modern Warfare were like three or four hundred people each. Oh, it's funny you say, and I hope I'm not ruining anybody's news article. Oh, you said none of yours were Skyrim related. No, no. They, I saw an article saying that Skyrim was manhandling Modern Warfare Theory on Steam. I love nice. it. Yeah. I love nice. it. Are we going to talk about Modern Warfare Three? Because I have some later, later, okay. later, cool. later, and what we've played. Cool. But um, yeah, it was just great to see like all the nerds converge and like. Yeah. That was great. And everybody was yeah. so happy, and the people first person were cheering. To get, yeah, people were cheering. Like the first person to get their thing, walked through, and everybody's cheering. Yeah, and and like Johnny, Johnny, who's in the studio with us, was one of the first people to get the collector's edition, yep. and he like hoisted this huge box of <laughs> Skyrim <laughs> crap, from, and, and everybody's and like, woo! There was uproar. There was yeah. actually like a kind of attractive girl in front of us in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she had the big box, and she's like, "Yeah, my my uh, boyfriend got it for me for my birthday." And nice. I was like. That's pretty badass. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. But yeah, I want that relationship. Yeah, there was a, a, a countdown from 10 seconds to midnight. Yeah. And, like, and us being nerds, like, it was clearly off by a few seconds. Uh, but So if you guys were to give it uh, a grade, would you give it a 10 out That 10? was going to be my last question. See, it's, it's tough because it it is it, it's such a masterpiece, and it is a classic piece of gaming, and it will probably go down as, as one of my favorite, if not my favorite game of all time. But it does have issues, and I don't know how to grade it because of that. I just I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. I see what you're saying. I'll give I it, hear I'll, you. I'll give it a score. Okay. 9.9. 9. 
really? Because yeah. of the issues? Because of the issues? Yeah, I can't give it a perfect score. It's, it's not, not perfect. It's not perfect. Yeah, that's right. true. But it's as close as you can get without being perfect. Fair enough. Yeah. But, the, like, I feel... See, there's... Because I feel like it is perfect, but it's not. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, like, it's it's perfect 9. in its own way. It's the game that makes me want to be a gamer, and yeah. it's the game that I live for, and it's the game yeah. I've always ever wanted, and it's the game that just satisfies every gaming craving I've ever had. But there are issues with it. That's another thing. I, I was thinking about stuff that I could say that the game has made me feel like when I'm playing it. it like. It satisfies my urge to be in Lord of the Rings mm. and be mm. like a warrior going through caves and killing yeah. things. It like satisfies that urge to go out exploring yeah. areas and seeing mammoths. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I hear you. I've never had something live up to something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Never. Hmm. Agreed. I'm going to have to redo my top ten. Oh, I, like I'm, I said, I'm gonna have I'm, to redo my top three. Yeah, I was I'm, gonna say top three. Definitely. I'm already prepared to put that as my favorite game. It might. It yeah. Well, well, anyway. I've got another series in there too now that I didn't play when I made my list. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that'll do it for our Skyrim segment. Thank uh, God I have to pee so bad. That being said, the game sucks. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no. We we will at all highly recommend it. If you don't have it already and you're a video gamer, you have to get it. What's I wrong even, with you, first yeah. off? We, yeah, we properly gushed over that game. <laughs> yes. And we could have gone on for another hour. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, but Man. We'll, we'll, we'll move on with the rest of our episode. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to episode number 17 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. <clears throat> Before we get started with our new segment, we had uh, some feedback that we we're going to respond to. Uh, we posted on our Facebook page, uh, Christmas in November, Skyrim at Midnight. Any listeners picking it up tonight? Um, Steve Shoemaker liked it. Uh, Dave Gardner said, Christmas for me. Too much else to play right now. Thumbstick Athletes asked, Fair enough. What are you playing right now? Dave Gardner said, Gears 3, Modern Warfare 3, and Angry Birds. And then Christopher Henry said, I got it, and I'm beside myself with joy. Um, as as are we all. As are we all. Um, Twitter feedback. <clears throat> the only... Well, one, one was uh, a music suggestion um, from Multidirect 1, so we'll, we'll look into that. Um, the other one was from Smoochy Coochie, who said, It's obvious that Skyrim blew our minds, but do you think it will shine through Modern Warfare's three overly ignorant hype for Game of the Year? Uh, well, as I said earlier, um, I think it's a good sign that actually the tweet that I read from IGN said that it's 
dominating Modern Warfare 3 on Steam. Yeah. So, I think that's a great sign. And I think people are, at least smart people, yeah. are getting over that Modern Warfare I'm bullshit. Ho- I'm hoping. I'm, I think I'm so. tired of the Modern Warfare stuff. I mean, I think if, if obviously my Xbox Live friends list is, is not huge. Expansive. But yeah, but when 80 to 100% of the people on my friends list are playing it, playing Skyrim at any given time, I might have one person playing Modern Warfare mm-hmm. or one person playing Battlefield, but that's the only other games that are being played. That, and how can a game that's campaign is less than five hours long win Game of the Year? Yeah. I know it's primarily <sighs> multiplayer, multiplayer, but the multiplayer's not good enough to win Game yeah. of the Year. Yeah. Well, it's just not. I don't know. What? Well, speak your I know. I know the campaign was short, but it was really awesome. It was good, but it's five Which hours. Modern Warfare Modern 3. 3. Well, it's not made for that, though. It's not, thing. but you cannot tell me that a game of the year has a five-hour campaign. Yeah, well, I'm not arguing that it's going to win. <laughs> I'm just saying that I thought it was awesome. You're just, was you're, good. you're just saying that in addition to the fantastic multiplayer, they have a yeah, solid single-player campaign and spec that ops, five and a half hours. Which I hated the first time I played it, but now I love it. Fair enough. I haven't I, played it, I, so I can't give you an opinion. I do not want Modern Warfare 3 to be even in contention for Game of the Year. I don't think it will be. Because no. the multiplayer is awful. I'm just going to say that now. For, yeah. for Modern Warfare yeah, 3? It's it's terrible. Okay. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, I think people will see through. I mean, Skyrim is far and above better than the, the predecessor, whereas... You know, uh, Modern Warfare Three is like uh, basically a clone. It's of, a map pack, of the, yeah, yeah, of the previous game. Sixty dollar um, map pack. I don't think there's a single thing that they didn't improve upon in Skyrim that they, you know, from from Oblivion. Yeah, I think everything it's better in every way. And I mean, I actually read some of the numbers that they're pretty close to Modern Warfare Three numbers for Skyrim as far as sales, sales go. Yeah. I don't know if someone's bringing that up in the news segment, but. I actually stated previously that that Batman was my leader for game of the year. Yeah, it's a distant second. Distant second. Distant. Yeah. I I would like to jump in here. With okay. A, I I know what you're gonna say. With and some I'm gonna agree. perspective. Are you sure you're gonna agree? Mm-hmm. What am I gonna say? Go ahead. Go ahead. If you no. can, no. If you can do it better than I can, I would no, appreciate it. Go ahead. It. Say it. I've been drinking a lot of vodka, so if you have, if you want to jump in there and okay, but we'll go. What are you going to say? Go. No, you go. You, you go. obviously know uh, what I'm going to say. Hey, listen, one of you go. Okay. <laughs> it's your point. The thing the thing about the thing. No, um, I was going to say, in, in reference to modern warfare and uh, how it compares to Skyrim, first of all, they're apples to oranges mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. far. And I feel like the more traditional gamer, the more us gamer, because we're a little bit older and we're a little bit nerdier, and we have been playing. We have been raised on games for a reason, and I think that reason is Skyrim. There's a an influx of gamers, of modern warfare gamers, and I feel like they're not traditional gamers. No, I because agree. playing. Modern- I think I think some of them are, but most of them are not. It's well, I mean, yeah, some some of them obviously. There's are. obviously a little bit of crossover, but, but, but yeah, I see uh, what you're the, saying. The majority of old fashioned gamers yeah. are gonna buy skyrim and love the hell out of it and not even think about modern warfare yeah mm-hmm. i haven't even thought twice about picking modern warfare back up to play anything well it. eric okay so you jump into modern warfare you play some 13 year old douchebag who's he's been, been baiting he's been me baiting you and baiting you all, all day. day and you just you can't get past him what do you do 
Nothing you can do. He's exactly. better than me. You don't have a choice. You turn it off, and that's yeah. it. And, and then you and go play Skyrim. get so pissed off exactly. that I want to kill somebody. And you can jump into Skyrim, not have to deal with anybody. And even if you're having a problem, like with this one uh, uh, guy, mage, we'll just say, over and over again, what do you do? Oh, I'll just go do else. something else. Perfect example. Shimmer's Cave couldn't beat it. All right, I'll go do something else. I'll go and do level some up. crafting. I'll I'll make some uh, some cabbage stew yeah. and uh, cabbage. Yeah. Wait, apple cabbage stew? Oh, good dude. for the soul. It raises your stamina uh, and your health. Yes, <laughs> I feel Makes me hungry too. I feel like uh, Modern Warfare Three can be a game that anybody can play and not be considered a nerd. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, it's, well, a, it's like a, it's like. The popular kids at lunch class. Exactly. I, okay. Well, uh, lunch period. Okay. I keep I keep re- referencing other video game personalities, but they do a lot better job than I can ever do of articulating these things. As when we grew up, why did like one of the reasons we played video games was to escape from the rest of the world. Yep. And it's not it's not even like a uh, maybe maybe Eric to a lesser extent, but I feel like. At least I and Dan and I don't know about Will, but like we we played video games because we were depressed. Not I, no, here we go. See, I'm, I'm totally screwing it no, up. I would, I would say disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Like In we, the rest of the world. Yes, we, we have never had like mental problems. I no. didn't mean to say that. Like we were de- we had we fought depression or anything. But we 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 are very easily dis- disappointed, as Dan said. Corey, as much as you didn't fight depression, I feel like you're fighting <laughs> vodka that much harder. It's a little bit of both at this point. No, no, I'm just trying to like point out the fact that we played video games because. It was a good escape for yeah, us, yeah. and not because we had problems or whatever, but just because like people suck in a lot of ways, and it's just nice to get away from everybody and just play some play some video games. Oh, I hated school. It was a big escape for me from school. Well, you were you were a little bit worse on school than I was. I was much worse at school but, than you were. But I mean, and and because of that, we kind of hung out in our own our own cultural circle and everything, and that cultural circle was never crossed by people that we were trying to avoid and i feel like modern with, with games exactly with games like um modern modern warfare and stuff that type of person is permeating into gaming culture and like because of that that's a game i'll never play yeah me too and eric i know you have problems with it because it's like it's just so frustrating i'm still a douche and bought it there's, i actually <laughs> it's just there's a certain type of people that plays that game and that type of person is the exact reason why i play games to begin with to avoid that kind of person <laughs> now i see where your head you see at. what i mean yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay thank you you play games to avoid modern warfare 3 players exactly and because of modern warfare 3 they're in games and that's why i don't play modern warfare 3 yeah i actively re- will reject that game I hate that they're good. that they're they're infiltrating gaming. It's like that. Yeah, it's like they're taking over our our shit. They are, but at the same time, we know that, and real gamers know that. And they play Skyrim because of it. Yeah. And and yes, because of games like Skyrim, we still have an escape, and we still have developers still have a game to develop yeah. towards for mm-hmm. people like us. Yeah, no, I yeah. hear what you're saying. So thank you, Bethesda. Thank you, Skyrim. No, I feel like you could separate Modern Warfare gamers at lunch period, seventh period lunch. Yeah, definitely. Into a different group. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's like a click. But there's a lot of them. (laughs) Too many. 
I went into GameStop to buy Skyrim, and I also talked to the, um, the guy at the counter, and he was he was trying to get me to buy Modern Warfare Three. Oh, yeah, as oh, they as they're wanting to do. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to stick with Skyrim. Like, I'm real excited about this game. Like, that's not my type of game, I guess. And he's like, good choice, man. Good choice. <laughs> yes. Yes. He didn't See, want you to buy it. A no, I think type he of had person. to. Yeah. It really is, and it's it's a it's apples to oranges. It's a cultural sphere, and like because of Modern Warfare Three, that cultural sphere is kind of getting crushed a little bit, and it's yeah. ki- it's kind of sad. Well, it, it's good for gaming, meh. It is well o- sales wise, sales wise, which is that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. It is big money, but I do feel like it's starting to people are starting to realize how well, much that game sucks. Yeah, because as you pointed yeah, out yeah, last definitely. episode, it's getting a five point eight with people on the. IGN. Did you guys read the thing about some of the developers? I, I actually yep. think I talked about this, yep. where he was begging, yep. uh, for lack of a better term, begging, begging people to go give it a higher mm-hmm. score on Metacritic. On, on Metacritic, it has like a uh, one point something. It was really something. bad. Yeah. It's like a one really? point something yeah. out of ten. Oh, my God. Awful. See, well, that gives me hope. I'm actually going to get on GameSpot right now and see what the and, user uh, score is. Well, well, I mean, Metacritic is the one, um, and the Battlefield scores for Metacritic are a lot better. Battlefield 3. Good. Huh. It's, it's a better game. It is overall. And you know what's great about that is go back to the old economics argument of competition, and it's great to have competition like Battlefield. We, and but it's we talked about this because because Call of Duty is scared of Battlefield. Um, they're gonna try. They're gonna improve in the next game because yeah. Battlefield is getting a far better uh, user score than Modern Warfare. But is. Battlefield's backing down too. They're not backing down. They're, be, they're, they're, they're quietly they're, confident. They're quietly confident. Yeah, they're they're just you know doing their well, thing. Well, we we talked about the competition thing where like there's no competition for NHL now. Yeah, and the game sucks. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what happens. I traded it in. That's a basic rule. You guys haven't taken it. You took economics, didn't you, Johnny? Guest studio guest? No. Okay. Well, anyway, that's like <laughs> one of the basic things of economics is uh, competition spurs innovation. Yeah, and that's that's just. How it is, and without any competition, Call of Duty has no reason to improve. However, now they have Battlefield yeah. really nipping at their heels, and hopefully the next uh, round they'll, uh, they'll improve some stuff. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing that I feel like Call of Duty has over Battlefield is that with the, the, the day and age that we're in, with people looking for a quick game, you know what I mean? Yeah. People don't have time. You can jump into a Call of Duty game, play a couple in 15 minutes, whereas Battlefield, some of those maps are so big that like it's going to take you 20 minutes to 30 minutes yeah. to play a match. Yeah, I was going to say, the game that I played on the the beta was had been going for like half an hour, I yeah. think. The user score right now on GameSpot for Call of Duty is 6.4. Uh-huh. Um, Did you check Metacritic user score? They have a Metacritic score on here on GameSpot. And it says 89. Critical score. That's probably critical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, the then the no, user I score didn't. is really low. Yeah. User score is 6.4. On, on I, game, I on game feel like a lot of the perf- more, more um, you know, the bigger sites feel pressure from the games to give them better reviews than they actually deserve. I would, yeah. I agree with that completely. Um, I mean, I, in definitely. Some cases, in, in some cases, they're not necessarily paid off. But there's partnerships that happen yeah. that, well, um, uh, game. I know GameStop, Games, GameSpot, 
advertises for a lot of the newer yep. games that come out. So, you know, they're probably not as likely to give the games as low scores. Maybe they deserve. If you're familiar with Giant Bomb, which is the second time I brought them up. Hey, but we all like them. They, I mean, uh, they're responsible for a lot of my gaming knowledge, so I have to give them credit here and there. Uh, their, their founder, uh, Jeff, got booted from his last job because he gave... Kanan uh, Lynch. It was Kanan Lynch too. Uh-huh. A lower review than his boss would have liked. Uh-huh. Really? And there's a huge lawsuit because of it. He really? ended up suing them because they let go of him because of oh, it. Yeah. And I it's a too. big lawsuit. And okay, good for it's him. Unfortunate. I found the Metacritic score. What is it? Three point two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's awful. I'm gonna pull up the Battlefield one. So bad. Talking. It's. I think it's a little bit higher. It's like a seven or a six or something. Okay. But anyway, I. I'd, and I don't understand how, why Call of Duty, everyone else is giving it nines. Like, IGN gave it a nine. I just don't get it. Battlefields is a 7.4. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it improved upon its past iteration, and uh, it's a great game. Yeah. Modern Warfare game. Modern Warfare just put a fresh skin on stuff and uh, said, hey, here's our game. The engine's the exact same, just looks a little bit cleaner. And because of it, a whole lot of people just are thinking about Skyrim right now. Yeah. Like us, I'm, or... Five, I'm six. actually drifting off as we're as we're talking. <laughs> yeah, about Modern Warfare real. Three. I'm just thinking about my character and just like I need to I need to get some friggin' pelts. No, you're right the, though. Uh, they're they're completely different games. It's yeah. hard to compare. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about game of the year contenders, you yeah. have to compare. Them. Yeah, yeah. They're, yep. They're right up against each other. And there's no comparison. Oh yeah, Skyrim is far and above improved over its past iteration. Modern Warfare is the same freaking game. Pack. It's a sixty dollar map pack. It's exactly like you said. what it is. That's exactly what you said, and you're exactly right. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, we have a couple square space, uh, our website um, comments. One's from Justin, actually. Hey! Hey! Uh, Praising it, Corey. Yeah, about um, <laughs> his initial thoughts on Skyrim article. It says, cannot wait to pick this up. Corey, you sure you're not a professional reviewer by night? Well done, sir. It <laughs> was a very good review. <clears throat> it was. It, it made me want to play more. <laughs> um, so I, it, I haven't read it just because I'm a lazy bastard. But I know it's awesome. I read um, I read it when I woke woke up the next morning it, after you had posted it. Okay, so thing. we we got we picked up the game Thursday night at midnight. Right. And I played it. This is what I like about Corey. Listen to this. I played it from when when I got back at like twelve thirty AM till I had to go to work on Friday morning at <laughs> seven AM. Oh God. I played it the entire time. And then as soon as I got home, I wrote up the quick look because I knew I needed to be timely. Yeah. Uh, you, this is this is a professional business we're trying to run here. <laughs> so I pumped it out, and then I just went to bed at like f- five thirty in the after the evening. Corey and I had made plans to go see uh, Jay Edgar. Oh, that's that right. night. Yeah. And he he texts me. He's like, "Listen, it's going to be a ten dollar nap if yeah, I go I'm to gonna, see Jay I'm Edgar." With it. And I was like, to nap. I said, fair, "Fair enough." Yeah. And you know, I did, because yeah. we went to, Will and I are like, <laughs> Will was staying with me, and I'm like, all right, I got to take a nap. I'm really tired at like 5.30. Slept till work the next morning. I was going to say. But anyway, I put out the review, and it was completely honest, because one of the last things I said was, well, I was at work, I work on a golf course, and yeah. I do uh, groundskeeping. Yeah. And I said at the end of my review that for a brief moment, I held my rake like it was a longsword and breathed in the air of skyrim yeah. yeah because of a cold morning and you know there's wind a little, was a little there's yeah some wind and some flurries and yeah. i just at one point i just like i was raking leaves thought you saw a dragon well yeah i was just <laughs> raking leaves and i was just like raking and i'm like <sighs> and i was like man 
that was, I'm not that far from Skyrim right here. That was probably the best part of the day, though. It was probably miserable for the rest of it. Right? Well, I hadn't <laughs> I hadn't slept at all, so my mind yeah. was a little wonky. Yeah. And it was like I was on drugs or something. It oh, was yeah. weird. And I was just like, oh, just, this is a great day. Did you hallucinate at all? A little bit, yeah. I was like, that's what happens when you sleep deprivation. Yeah. Um, quick, quick comparison. Uh, Sebastian, our guest last time. Yeah. Him and I have been known to go around our job and map out what grades we would give each pretty much the managers that we work with what kind of scores they'd get on all their uh categories in dungeons and dragons uh. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of characters they would be that's pretty brilliant i like yeah. that so i know what you're saying charisma's a zero well yeah exactly <laughs> stuff like that yeah nice i like that that's yeah. a good idea but I'm not even kidding. Like I, I had my rake and I just like swung it around in my hand a little bit, and I'm yeah. like, "This is kind of like a sword." <laughs> and then I took a deep breath, and I'm like, "This is kind of like the air around Winter Run." What's it called? White Run. White, White Run. Run. <laughs> well, have you, you <sighs> haven't been to High Hrothgar? No, I haven't. When do you get to the air? I, uh, there? One one thing, uh, going back to Skyrim briefly. <laughs> one thing I learned to do about Skyrim is to separate uh, what I'm doing by town. So I'll do all the quests in one town because I'll just. I can in between each quest I can just return to the same town mm-hmm. and not That's have to worry about getting more quests and I just keep like town by town is how I've been doing it. That's what I tried to do until I had to do that quest for my temple. Yeah. Where I went all the way across the map. I hadn't even been to that part yet. Right. And then I just got sucked into a couple quests over there, but yeah. I was like, damn it, I yeah. wanted to not do that. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me too. It just, yeah, t- town by town just makes it a little more manageable. It does. And even so, like you're still gonna get bombarded with new quests, but yeah. I just kind of how i've been approaching it yeah okay yeah. uh one last piece of feedback uh once again on our on our website it's from travis do we determine if it's i, I think Iker? Corey and i agreed on Iker. 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 that's okay. what i'd go for travis Iker said my wife just picked up this game and on un- oh, now he's married yes <laughs> Uh, my wife just picked up this game and Uncharted 3 for me for Christmas. I used my excellent speech skills, read, <laughs> whining, to get, her, to get her to give it to me early. Now, if I could figure out how to talk her into letting me miss work tomorrow, my early Christmas would be complete. I like the long episodes. I have 10 hours a day. I got to kill in a factory, so the longer the better. Oh, nice. Uh, I also, yeah, because we could talk forever, uh, honestly. Yeah. We're, well, our marathon episode is going to be 10 hours. Okay, and at, it's going to involve a lot of drinking, too. At very too. least. I also think I would prefer one episode instead of splitting them up, but either way is cool. You guys should think about doing like a spoiler cast episode or something where you just spoil the shit out of the out of a whole game. Uh, and then he said, I also forgot to mention this in my last post. Sorry, but you guys kind of had me intrigued with all your talk about Dark Souls. I thought about getting it, then I remembered that I don't enjoy getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Travis. Listen here. I don't have any time to play Dark Souls, so if you want to borrow it, just let me know. Is <laughs> as, as much fun as uh, I'm a I've been hugely into Dark Souls uh, prior to Skyrim, and I yeah. feel like when I'm done with Skyrim, Dark Souls will be a valid choice to continue on with. But he's right on with the fact of getting kicked in the nuts over and over repeatedly. Again yeah. Um, I still haven't beaten it. I really want to beat it, and I kind of wish Skyrim didn't come out so I could beat Sky, uh, Dark Souls. Yeah, because now it's going to be put on the back burner for yeah, a while. It, it really is, and uh, I've got Zelda coming out Sunday, and uh, I don't know. It I'm sucks. excited to see what you think. The about Old Zelda. Republic, yeah, I mean, and yeah. it, it kind of makes me question the whole release schedule thing. Like, which, which, who's smartest to come out at a certain point? Like, 
what's coming out after this week was huge with games oh, coming God, out yeah. uh halo and assassins. saints row and assassin's I, creed you know how awesome skyrim is i forgot to say that i bought halo exactly and so did will i don't think will's mentioned it yet Oh, no, I have not mentioned Assassin's Creed. But you guys both yeah. bought it. Going um, to, though. But, and then, like, next week, I'm not sure what's coming out. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. I don't know. It's just... I, st- I stopped caring, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's like, I think Gears came out at a good time, because there was, like, yeah. two yeah, or three... Right before. There was, like, two or else. three weeks before, like, stuff really started yeah. pouring out. I but, think like, Battlefield did, too. Yeah, Battlefield came out a week before. A couple weeks before uh, Call of Duty. The stuff really started coming out. I feel bad for a game like Lord of the Rings War in the North because that game's going to get nothing. We're going to we're gonna take care of that. Um, Will wrote a review for that, and I told him, I'm like, listen, this is a good review. We're going to hold off on publishing it to, until things calm down because I think it's a game that does deserve a little bit of respect, mm-hmm. and we will bring it up when things have calmed down Well, with the okay. game's release schedule. I'll also talk about it more in what we've been playing. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, on to our news segment. Uh, I'll go first. Mine's kind of a brief thing. PETA slams Mario over use of a fursuit. People for the ethical treatment of animals might be barking up the wrong mushroom. Oh, this is by Ben Silverman on uh, Plugged In, which is uh, Yahoo's video game or tech blog, I guess. Never even heard of it. Me neither. Yahoo until, Plugged until In. Now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> On Monday, the controversial organization is issued a press release attacking iconic Nintendo mascot Mario for wearing a Tanuki suit in his latest adventure, the Nintendo 3DS game Super Mario 3D Land, which hit shelves on Sunday. Tanuki may be just a suit in Mario games, but wearing the skin of an animal, Mario sending the but by wearing the skin of an animal, Mario is sending the message that it's okay to wear fur, PETA says. The raccoon-like suit, which grants Mario the ability to glide across the screen, has been part of the franchise since first appearing as a power-up in the 1988 in 1988's Super Mario Bros. 3. In the new game, Mario acquires the suit not by doing something lousy to a tanuki, but by snagging a super leaf. <clears throat> Still, PETA insists this encourages animal abuse. Tanukis are real-life raccoon dogs who are beaten, and as PETA's undercover exposés show often skinned alive for their fur, says PETA Executive Vice President Tracy Ryman. This winter, everyone can give raccoon dogs and other fabulous animals a one-up by keeping our wardrobes fur-free. To help prove their point, PETA has even commissioned a crude parody video game called Super Tanuki Suit, Super Tanuki Skin 2D, in which players try to recapture their skin from a flying Mario. Warning, kind of disturbing and totally not fun. <laughs> I wonder what the Metacritic score is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it's just the latest in a long line of PETA game complaints. In 2008, they went after Cooking Mama for not being a, a vegetarian. Ugh. While just la- last year, they parodied, parry, parodied challenging downloadable... Are you freaking par- kidding me? Dan, are you trying to make me throw up? Yes. They were uncomfortable because Cooking Mama was not vegetarian? Yes. Yeah, I remember Platform that. Platform hit that Super Meat Boy for starring as a piece of raw meat. I really want to just, like, break everything in front of me yeah. and throw up. And yeah. That is so fight, depressing. Fight our friend Jared for being a vegetarian. Oh, my God. Not N- that we have a problem with vegetarians. No, N- I don't have a problem with vegetarians. But the fact that PETA yep. got upset because a video game wasn't all vegetarian. Yeah. <sighs> Nintendo has yet to comment, though we're pretty sure it will sound like a hand slapping on a forehead. Oh, my God. I'll slap my wiener on their foreheads. <laughs> Mushroom scar. <laughs> That is such BS, and that makes me so angry. Like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. I've never seen Corey get so incensed. It's so, no, I'm serious. Like, it's so depressed. Like, 
Who cares? Yeah. It's a sign of the times, Corey. Yeah. Adam Carolla, again, said it best. In 50 years, we'll all be chicks. Yes, yep. seriously. Oh, PETA, oh. Oh, oh, your game's not all vegetarian. We don't approve. Well, you know what? I don't approve of you being such a pussy. I like going to Wegmans and buying a pound and a half of 80-20 ground beef, oh. eating it raw. I don't it's, even cook it. I wait, just suck on you it. You mean 20, <laughs> 20% fat? 20% fat beef. Corey and I have been known to grab just a ball of it. Put it in your mouth and have it like chaw. You yeah. suck all the blood out of it yeah, and yeah, spit yeah. it into your you can. Spit the, you spit, well, you, you spit it in your can and then you, and drink, then you, drink, you, drink, you drink it later. Absolutely. We've been known to sit down with just a package of raw beef, suck on that sucker, play a couple of games of Uniracer, and we're not bothering anybody. I cannot tell you how angry that makes me. I agree. Seriously. I agree. No, like, they got upset because the game wasn't all vegetarian. Mm. It's a cooking game. It's a video game. It's how a cartoon people, video game. How many people played it, first of all? Three? Well, four? I played it. I played it. I did. I beat right, it. Five and six. <laughs> played five what? and six. Uniracers? Cooking Mama. Cook, no, Cooking Mama. Oh, yeah, Uniracers with the vegetarian theme. <laughs> Why didn't oh, my Unibike have a picture man. of a carrot on it? <laughs> uh, there was an update. Nintendo has now responded via <clears throat> Eurogamer. They said, quote, Mario often, Mario often takes the appearance of certain animals and objects in his games. Th- these have included a frog, a penguin, a balloon, and even a metallic version of himself. These lighthearted and whimsical transformations give Mario different abilities and make his games fun to play. The different forms that Mario takes make no statement beyond the games themselves. I hate how politically oh, correct suit. everything is. If Nintendo is. just said F off, I would go yeah. and buy a Wii yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, quit being so politically correct and be like, oh, probably because we didn't care about your veg- vegetarianism. You know? People Nobody likes PETA. So sensitive. Nobody yeah. likes PETA. No, nobody no, does. No. Really. Even no. even people that are fans of animals and nature yep. do not like PETA. No. They're because ridiculous. they're insane. They're way over the top. Yeah. Reading some of the comments, someone said, and this is why PETA will never be taken seriously. Exactly. 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 Right on. Right on. And a tanuki suit? Like, what's a tanuki? Ugh. It's a raccoon oh, dog. Well, no, 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 it's a tanuki. You've never seen a tanuki wandering around your backyard? Well, yeah, and that's why I'm so offended yeah. that they would skin it and put it on Mario. <laughs> How could you ever skin a cute tanuki? Oh, my God, and put it on a plumber, for God's sake. <laughs> there was an article that came out today saying uh, how to make your own PETA-friendly tanuki suit. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, I'm going to skip to where <laughs> be warned. What involves- are the ingredients? Be warned, it involves rotting food, duct tape, and probably just a smidge of diseases. Uh, Vice's Kara Crab walks you through the steps which involve dumpster diving, taping rotting food to a thick, productive base layer of clothing, and then laying on the ground in an area infested with raccoons. (laughs) You have to hop on over to the site for the step-by-step, but I recommend not actually doing this. My close call with this got me diseases and had me a week of supply of medication that made me projectile vomit after minutes of taking the pills. Nice. Oh, it's great. Oh, man. So that was my new story. My wife actually wanted me to do that one. That's so. a good one. Because that is a good oh, one. I am legitimately well, I mean, angry. Anything like that's going to get us incensed. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? I, I I consider myself a fairly respectable individual. Like yeah. I respect other people's sure. opinions, opinions about things. Sure. But like, it gets to a point though where it's like, are you shitting me? Are you like, are you shitting me that yeah. you need to get upset about a video game plumber wearing a fake? Uh, fictional animal creature Get a life. skins like really Ugh. it's not even particularly topical because that the tanuki suit first appeared in 1988 um just to point out spider oh it's right in front of you dude right there nice. that's crazy for okay. our listeners there's a spider 
Drink it. Hang drink it, right bruh. Drink it, bruh. Spider. You drink it, bruh. Dead. Dead. Dunzo. Peter would All sue right. the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, what do you got for news story? Eh, let me bring my computer back up. All, All right. right. This is called, this is by Colin Campbell on IGN. Oh, Colin Campbell. Yeah. NHL uh, ex-disciplinarian. All right. Editorial. Is Nintendo to blame for gaming's drop? Game sales are down in 2011, with one company seemingly responsible for the shortfall. Uh, there's some statistics in here, which I will gladly give you. Um, of the $420 million shortfall in consoles and handheld game sales for the first three quarters of 2011, Nintendo contributed approximately two-thirds of the decline, dropping more than $250 million from the previous year. Um mm. Yeah. Unit sales declined by nearly 875,000 units in 2011 in comparison to an industry-wide 970,000, which means that Nintendo was 90% of the decline in units. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> what well, do you think of that? I, I think the console, this, this generation consoles are at the end of their cycle and people just aren't really buying them anymore. I agree. And, as often as And as the Wii was really big when it came out, I yeah. feel like, because it was hard to get one and everybody yeah. was like, oh, i got to get my hands on a Wii. It's hard to get. And now everybody has one and it's like, well, this kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, and who's yeah. buying new a new Wii? Exactly. Because I mean, if you've been to your friend's house and played one, you didn't want one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. I don't know if I'd go that far, but... <laughs> Although I, mine's been collecting dust for well over a year. Yeah, exactly. So it, I can't. I can't. I can't. I think it's a little unfair to blame a a console that's so mainstream for a lot of people on the decline of sales. So how would you defend those numbers? The the fact that people a bunch of people bought it and then stopped buying it. No, mm-hmm. that it's ninety percent because of Nintendo. Which is based 90, on these numbers. What is ninety percent because of Nintendo? The units sold. Yeah, the the decline. There's ni- 90% of the decline in units oh, sold because is based it, on Nintendo. There's no reason to buy a Nintendo anymore. No, there isn't. And the, it was such a mainstream device that people uh, that had never played games before were buying it. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's my justification. Uh, game Gamers were not buying the. Some gamers were, but right. most gamers... I'll, I'll buy anything you put out, pretty much. Well, yes and no. I mean, it, it's, it was such a different system, and it appealed to a wider variety of people than any of the other systems that a lot of people started buying it. Um, however, I also feel like they kind of smartened up and stopped buying it because, as I mentioned earlier... It sucks. It sucks, and <laughs> the last game to come out for it is coming out Sunday, and then after that, there's no reason to yeah. ever own one. Right. Um, did I, I, did I, just, I cover that sufficiently? No, like, I, I think like you did. I, it was, yeah. I just thought it was interesting to see how much yeah, Nintendo sells. A ni- 90% yeah. fault for... Yeah, no, I... Units. Yeah. Definitely, sold, yeah. Well, because it, it, it was such a mainstream device yeah. for a while there. And Nintendo is in such a hard place with the Wii U right now because they're going to be releasing that when Xbox and PlayStation is just going to be getting better um, than that. Wii well, U. Wii U will be out next year. They will potentially, maybe, be competing with Xbox, the new yeah, Xbox. I, I've I've heard numerous times that the Xbox might be coming out next uh, holiday. holiday season. Which if really? it does, yes. Which if it does, kiss the Wii U goodbye. Exactly. Yeah. That is the kiss of death. Yeah, if they do, you think they're doing it just to drive Nintendo down? I don't think they need to. I don't even think they're. I don't even. Well, they think might not need to, but do you think they're just like? No, you know I, what? honestly, I don't Microsoft? even think. I don't yeah. even think Nintendo's on their radar. radar. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, I feel like they're just going to do what they can and come out with the best system they can as soon as possible. I agree. Do you think it's a a better idea for them to come out before the PS3 does or compete directly with PS3? Um, I think they're going to try, but in that respect, Sony will not let that happen again because the Xbox 360 did come out before the PS3 and the PS3 suffered because of it. Yeah, Xbox grabbed the market share, a lot of the market share right right away. And that was surprising coming from the prior regular xbox which really uh microsoft didn't make money off the initial xbox no they didn't they actually lost money on every xbox they sold wow um but they were smart enough to come out with the new system far enough in advance to like dan said grab market share and go from there fair enough yeah so i i think microsoft will try to come out as soon as possible but sony will be right on their heels i don't Mm -hmm. think i really don't think sony will let that happen again let me ask you this. You're the only PS3 user here? When they come out, are you looking more forward to Xbox or PS whatever? Um, honestly, it's it's tough to say. I've, I've always been an Xbox fan. Always. So do you think you'll buy an Xbox? Probably. Um, the only reason I, I don't have one now is because mine red-ringed. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a wise consumer and send a message through the market, which is the way things are supposed to work. Right. Um, and not get another Xbox, and I'll just get a PS3. I would have so liked to have done that. that, but I have no discipline when it comes to that. Same here. I well, needed to have I mean, Xbox. it kind of worked out for me because I wanted a Blu-ray player with my new... Right. I, had, I new had just bought a new TV. Well, plus, you're, you're a big movie guy, too. I used to be, yeah. Not anymore. Well, I mean, pre-Skyrim. Right, yeah, yeah. When I, when, I, when I bought my PlayStation and my TV and everything, yeah, yeah I was a movie guy. Yeah. All right. So... Agreed. Yeah. I hope they don't call it the Xbox 720. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of lame. They won't. They're smarter than that. Dude, you don't think they're so? No, you don't, don't think they will? No. They're, they're smarter than that. You got a name for it? Uh, the Xbox... Nope. Me either. The Xbox 4? I don't know. <laughs> like, they'll skip one so they can compete with the PS4? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know. But um, I think I really think it's Microsoft's... They could call it box of shit and I'd buy it. It's oh, Microsoft's yeah. competition to lose at this point. Yeah. yeah. With Xbox Live. Especially in North America. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not so much, obviously not Japan, Japan but yeah. North America yeah. definitely. It, I think they really have control on things. Uh-huh. And everybody else is responding to them. Which is which is cool. I, I'm always, I've always been a... That's an ever, another conversation. But I've always been a fan of Microsoft. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you got for us, news story? Uh, my news story story-wise. is please don't tell Bioware to change Mass Effect's story because of leaks. Please. <clears throat> That's right, uh, Luke Plunkett from Kotaku. Uh, last week, many of the key story points of the upcoming Mass Effect 3 were leaked. So out there, just waiting or just waiting to spoil, you jerks who already know how the game does or can end, you'd think this would be a disaster for the developers and Bioware, but they're actually being really cool about this. In fact, so cool that they're open to tweaking the story in many aspects of the story from feedback from fans. No. I completely... Well, we listen to our fans all the time. Bioware co-founder Ray Muzaka uh, told Eurogamer, we listen to them on the forums, their feedback from stories, we're reading it all. If we can get ideas out there and we can get a better grasp on how the fans feel for the game, uh, we're not adverse to taking feedback. That's part of our core values. It's humility. Anytime we get a good idea from our fans, they're our audience, and we want to keep them happy. Bad, I bad think idea. Bioware should not change anything. This should not have happened in the first place. Mass mm. Effect 3 story should not have leaked, especially this early. Okay, yeah, so 
we should start off by saying that he's referring to the leak of the story yeah. that happened last week. Yeah, which which I'm 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 ignoring on purpose because I don't want to know. I wanted to click it, it to find out how it leaked, but they said that within the article contains the leaks. Spoilers. So yeah. I'm like, wow, I can't. I I see without because I don't know. I'm with you guys. I, I will. I, I refuse to see what the leak is and what yeah. the actual story turns out to be. Um, but because of the leak, well, see, I don't know. I don't know. See, you. I just don't think they shouldn't have to change the story because it's a story that's going to get shipped out. Like if they feel that it, that's... it doesn't have to get shipped out though. It's not too like the game's not coming out till February. Yeah, March, they, March, March, 6. March, March, March. But they shouldn't have to listen to the fans and change they, things. They shouldn't have to. I don't. I feel like if there's fans are responding in a certain way, that should be disregarded. But. I feel like they should change the story just to... Well, they should change it a little bit more now because it's been leaked and everyone exactly. knows what's going to happen. And they have complete control over that. And so, so you agree it should be changed just not because of the fans? Yeah, exactly. I agree. I don't think that they should have to change it because fans want this or that. Right. I, yeah, exactly. I don't think they should just respond... Just to keep it fresh. I don't think they should res- respond to fan reaction. I think what they need to respond to is the fact that the story was leaked. Right. And they need to respond to that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, it's the... You know, I, it obviously got put out there, but you know the people that wanted to know. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think they should change it because of, you know because people spoiled it for themselves. Yeah, right. Why not though? Well, I think why that the series they? speaks for itself as a great series. Yeah, and people are going to buy it either way. Yeah, and if you looked at it, I think Dan's right. If you looked at it, then you're it's your the own, asshole that looked. Yeah, at it's it. your own goddamn fault. Yeah, but be- because it was spoiled for so many people, I, there's a lot of people that aren't like me or Will or you who are just so compelled to find out what happens yeah. and they look and they're like, oh man, that kind of sucks that I know now. Yeah. Well, then don't look. I mean, yeah. it's your own damn fault. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, how I feel. I feel so much like easier if, if... I feel like it's too late in development to start it's not, it's changing not. things. Especially the end. They, said that, they said that it's the skeleton of the game, the and story. It, yeah, okay. it's, it's, they said they could The game's not it. coming out till February. That's March. March. That's more <laughs> than enough time to, especially the end, adjust whatever story elements they need to adjust. Yeah. But and I've also... And this is a little bit tangential, but seeing what can happen when fans get too involved with the game. Yes, um, Star Wars Galaxies is a prime example. <laughs> exactly that that they gave the fans the changes they wanted, and it just ruined Sucked. the game. Ruined it. See, it, it's like the old uh, armchair quarterback debate. Yeah. Yep. Does a fan know better than, than a, a general co- manager no, or an coach. owner? Or coach. No, and, and, no, they really don't. And like I said. They shouldn't change the game based on fans' reaction. They no. should change it because the ending was discovered. I, and, and I that's could it. see your argument and Dan's. I, it, uh, they both have good arguments. Yeah. It just sucks for the like we're all Mass Effect fans that we're not going to get the story that they came up with because that it got leaked. So I let me ask you this: that sucks. If they do change it, you're going to go back and see what they originally had. Yes, probably. I will. Yeah. I would definitely do that. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do it until after I beat the game. Right. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd probably it's do the just, same. It, it sucks that it was leaked. Yeah. And uh, like you guys said, the jerks that, you know, wanted to spoil it for the rest Couple of us. Couple bad yeah. apples. Did. Yeah. Well, um, and now if I don't like it, I'm going to feel like <clears throat> I'm not liking it as much because they had to, <clears throat> had to change it. Right. Well, yeah, what if they don't change it? I hope they don't change it. Right. And I know, I understand that <laughs> because I, I, the the original intent is the most important one. Yeah. That, and at least then you'll know you didn't like what they created. What the, yeah. And not, not because, the they, not because they changed it. But that's why, like, it's not hard for them to change it at that point. That's yeah. why I feel like they should just say, screw it. We're just going to change it. And yeah. nobody's going to know. And it's going to be fresh and new for everybody all over again. Okay. So. 
I mean, I don't know much about development of games, but I'm hoping they're not just rewriting the story, which will cut into development time. Eh. I don't know how big of an issue that would be because I mean, have a lot of people working there. But oh, like, you can change the story just by changing dialogue, which is a real easy thing to do. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe not changing any animations or anything, but just dialogue is real easy. Uh, and some voice recording. But yeah, that's all easy to do. Okay. Yeah. Corey, what do you got for us? Um. Oh man, I'm gonna have a hard time explaining it. This at this point, but my <laughs> article is titled "Black Friday: Colon." The Pros and Cons for Game Companies. And this is written by Chris Morris, and it's from Gamasutra.com. So basically, he starts by mentioning a few of the phenomenal deals that are coming out on Black Friday. Yeah. For instance, the Wii for $100. Whoa. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Where's that being sold? I, I don't think he said specifically, but you could look it up online pretty easily. Um, and he says, like, Arkham City and Gears of War yep. 3 for only $30. Like, those are great prices. But he points out that there is not much of a downside for consumers um, unless you hate shopping this evening. I was going to say the downside is have you ever been to Walmart exactly. on a Black Friday exactly. where, <laughs> where a lot of these deals are taking place? Yep. Because that's awful. And, yeah. Yep. And I was going to say the fact that I have never participated in a Black Friday event. I never will because it's not worth it to me. It is just – it is – This is where I struggle. Well, I know you've experienced it in the past. I have. You have participated. The thing is, I went to Walmart last year because a friend wanted to get a Wii. I honestly didn't want to. I had no reason to go to Walmart. I wanted to go to Best Buy, I think, two years ago because they had some really good deals on video games. And I feel like that just kind of started a couple years ago, whereas video games didn't go on sale too much. Am I wrong about that? I think you're right. Yeah. And, And, yeah, they're starting to go on sale a lot. I read... Uh, I can't remember where I saw I think it was a PAX East post uh, that Walmart is going to have Gears 3, Arkham City, Battlefield 3, and a couple mm. other games for 28 bucks, oh which is fantastic because is those are great prices. games. Yeah, and, yeah but, we'll, get, we'll get to that. Okay, but well, they are. But you have to go to Walmart, which is like that other 30 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stand that, in, I'm well, I mean, your yeah, if you're of the opinion that time is money. The lines there, though, and exactly. the people That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, fighting through the crowds. Like, where I, when I went to Best Buy, after I went there and stood in line all night to get a couple of video games, I learned I didn't need to wait in line because nobody else was there for video games. Right. So I won't ever make that mistake well, again. Well, everybody who's there are there for TVs. Right. And... Um, Probably laptops, laptops, and stuff. like computers, exactly. and, and that's only it. a few people are getting that. It's, yeah, in 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 uh, the 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 fact is that the people that are in line for that and don't end up getting that are the ones that buy video games and stuff because True. they're already in line. They might as well just get the stuff. True, that's there. But what was your thing about them not being great games? Um, what games did you mention? Gears, Arkham City, and Battlefield Three. Okay, so I mentioned that he points out that there's not much of a downside for consumers. Unless you hate that kind of event like me. Which I do. <laughs> but the gist of his article is that he doesn't believe Black Friday provides a notable boost to the gaming industry as a whole. And he says, and I quote, Consumers instinctively jump at bargains, but if their overall purchasing intent is low, the doorbuster, be- the doorbuster deals could train them to wait for those price cuts. And ultimately, that's something that hurts the gaming, the entire gaming market. No, I see what you're saying. So, in other words, the only people buying these games are patient individuals waiting, willing to wait for the awesome price cuts. Um, and because of this, 
Well, my computer just busted out. Oh, anyway. Uh, because of this, this, uh, this situation kind of skews sales figures. Um, because people are waiting for games and hardware to drop in price. And uh, he, he brought up the example of the Wii for $100. But the Wii at this point is pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. So there's all these people that are buying the Wii. But, like, there's really no reason to buy the Wii. So developers and publishers can't really react to the market in a, in a, in a positive way because it's kind of fake at this point um, in reference to, to Black Friday and stuff. Yeah. That's okay. What but at the same time, like, if I didn't already have Gears, Batman, and Battlefield, I would be going to Walmart to get them. Exactly. Because you're kind of interested, but your purchasing intent is low. No, 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 no. My purchasing intent is very high. Well, if it was high, then you would have got it before That's true. the prices were that is true. dropped. Not necessarily, because... Well, if, if you're... If I no, can't no. afford it, I can't afford it. Exactly. But because the prices are low, you can't afford it. Which means your purchasing intent is low. Mm, no, it means I don't have any money. Which means your purchasing intent is low. It's the same. I you guess. can't. I, I you can't I argue can that. See your argument. Yeah. Um, so he says he brings up Modern Warfare Three, for example. You won't be able to get that at a cheap price because, um, which is what some people might be waiting. Mo- some people might not buy Modern Warfare Three because they figure, oh, Black Friday, I'll be able to get it for cheap then. And he brings up the three prices, the, the three reasons why game prices are lowered. Um, the first one is called the Lost Leader. Which means retailers cut into their own profits to drive tra- traffic into their store, which happens in, in the case of some games. And I feel like if if Modern Warfare Three were to be dropped in price, that would be the reason. Was a, a big box oh, retailer yeah. would be like, "We're gonna we're gonna take some hits for this just to get people into our store." Absolutely. Um, another reason is called a markdown, and this is a cross the board price cut that comes from the publisher. The publisher says. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take a price cut for whatever, and and the retailers as a result get the same, uh, the same profits for selling a game as they would if it was a, a full price game. Would you say Gears Three for that one? Because it's been out for a little bit. Um, I don't know. The, well, the last one is if a game is losing momentum and kind of underwhelms in the review kind of place, and uh, retailers can actually request the permission from the publisher to sell it for whatever they want and the publisher agrees to pay them the full share of the original price um, so he brings up the example of Rage which for $30 um, Rage is kind of a game that underwhelmed and undersells disappointing a little bit disappointing so publishers will, will agree to to give uh, big box retailers the full price even if they're selling it for $30 I, but like as far as Batman, Battlefield and Gears Battlefield, I would say, would fit into that last one, just because kind of losing Call, momentum a little bit. Because Call of Duty, Duty just coming out, yeah. And he he mentions that that that's one of those games that's kind of losing momentum. Yeah. And and, and I think that's goddamn the, shame. The main gist of his argument, and like I'm having a really hard time articulating. No, at you're this doing point. fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We get but, it though. But um, yeah, like it's it is it is a decent game, but it is losing mo- momentum as he you, mentions. Well, well, you can't compete with their sales at this point. No, no, no. no. Yeah, that's exactly it. And and because of Black Friday deals, it kind of skews the marketplace. And because of that, publishers and developers have a hard time reacting in a uh, – um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Help me out, guys. Come they're, on. They're having a hard time reacting to the numbers because – like from a business standpoint. Because, because they're kind they're, of fake. They're artificially inflated. They're artificially inflated right, because, right, right, of, right, right. because of Black Friday. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's, that's the main argument that uh, – what did I say his name was? Chris Morris? That's what he's, he's trying to say is is because of Black Friday, um, developers and publishers don't really benefit from the sales. Mm-hmm. 
So. From, from a more long term standpoint, right? What they're saying right because because it is such a it's a, such a false market at that point. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to sell a Wii for a hundred dollars, and maybe the Wii will be the best selling hardware system. But like at the same time, the Wii is all but dead yeah, at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, you got Zelda coming out this Sunday, which is the let, only. Let reason me ask to have you this one. though: like we know the Wii's dead. I don't think the general public knows the Wii's dead. People. And I no, hate, I agree. I hate yeah, to generalize here, but I'm going to. People that go out on Black Friday to Walmart don't know the Wii's dead. Right, but they also they also wouldn't buy the Wii if there wasn't such a great price for it. Oh no, I agree 100. percent right. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, um, yeah, no, 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 I see your I point. I still feel like it's a Christmas thing that people want to get their children. It is a Christmas thing, and at the same time, like a lot of people who don't know video games are shopping deals. Yeah, and that's kind of his point, like. It's such, shopping it's, deals it's, instead of games, right? It's such a okay. skew of the market that games that aren't that good are getting falsely promoted to higher sales figures. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. and it, as as a result, um, games suffer. But that being said, Gears, Batman, and Battlefield for twenty eight bucks is a hell of a deal. Oh, that's a great deal because all three of those games are great. That's a great deal. But how many people like? I don't know. No, I, see I won't buy. Saying. I won't buy any of those games. Fair I feel enough. like a lot of people will see. Oh, like who don't know a lot about games will see those prices and be like, "Oh, that's a great deal. I'll pick them all up and buy them all and boost their sales figures because of it." Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like those games are already kind of losing momentum. And if they had bought them earlier, it would have helped developers a lot more. And I don't know. I think that's just his point. Is it, it just kind of skews the market a little bit? Mm-hmm. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Which I think is a, a is a valid point. However. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really agree with them. I th- I feel like anytime you're selling any game is a, is a good thing for yeah. video games. Yeah. But yeah. he brings up a valid point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Like I said, if if I hadn't uh, if I hadn't drank so much vodka at this point, I could probably <laughs> articulate it a little bit better. <laughs> no, we 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 got. We no, yeah, I yeah. think he did fine. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, um, normally, we would be taking a break right now and before we go into our what we played this week segment, but because we pretty much already had our what we played this week segment, <laughs> yeah. um, we'll just you know continue on into that and and then uh, end the episode as usual. Can so. I go first? Can I go first? Uh, I'll go first. No, let me go first. No, go ahead. All I played was Skyrim. Yeah. I already talked about it. All I played was <laughs> Skyrim too. So, looks like it's up to Will and I to carry this segment, <laughs> yes. huh? Yeah, go for it, guys. Well, go ahead. Alright, um, the first thing I'd played was uh, War in the North. I beat it on Sunday, I believe, with my one friend Dakota. My friend Johnny here backed out and played Skyrim and left us hanging. You can't, boy, you, Johnny. You can't blame a guy. No, I don't, really we don't can't. blame him. But we beat War in the North. As we said earlier, that game is gonna is very underrated. If they had a better release schedule for it, it would get way more publicity and sales. Because mm-hmm. Skyrim and Modern Warfare, people aren't going to want to play. Well, Lord of the Rings, War in the North. I did meet another person that played that game and bought it. He didn't like it at all. No? Yeah. Well, that's... Well, here here was his argument, though. And I didn't get too in-depth with him. His first argument, which turned me off immediately to what else he had to say, was that it was too hard. Oh, for no, God's, God's sake. I wanted to be it's like, have you ever played all. Dark Souls, you asshole? <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not too hard. It's not hard at all. You suck at it. Is the problem. It's a hack and slash game. Exactly. And I knew that just from you talking about it. So immediately his credibility was gone. (laughs) There was only two parts that I remember that was hard. It was when we fought off four trolls and then four more trolls came off, so we had to take out a total of eight trolls. And when me and Dakota were trying to defend a gate that had half life and 
two giant trolls charged past us, knocked it down, and kept hitting the gate. So that was those are the only two hard parts. Yeah, I remember you saying too specifically that it was better multi uh, co op than, than by yourself. If you're as I said in my review, if you're playing single player, you're probably not going to like it as much, and it'll be more boring to you. But if you're playing with friends, like nothing's better than killing a bunch of orcs and fighting through masses of enemies and trolls yeah. with I like two that. other people. It gets me excited. I, that's the game, uh, as I mentioned before, I don't want it to get lost. So when, when you... Ac- Will actually wrote a review and uh, I feel like we're going to delay it a little bit till things have calmed down and we can put it out and just be like, check out check Lord of the Rings. Out. Three years from now when people are done with Skyrim. Exactly. <laughs> and in about three or four years when Skyrim stops working on Outdated consoles. We will put out the Lord of the Rings for the North review and call it good. But that, that, no, that's a game I'm I'm sincerely interested in. Yeah, um, no, me and, too, absolutely. And I feel like it is going to get glossed over, and nobody's going to pay attention to it. So mm-hmm. I also kinda... applaud Snowblind for doing an independent storyline from Lord of the Rings, but still keeping it Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they still follow the lore. Um, I'm not sure exactly what book they took it. Dan, you might know a little bit more. No, nope. Nope. About right. about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm an expert. Uh, <laughs> it's it's well, it's it's lore from Lord of the Rings. However, it's not taken into account in uh, the the uh, the main the, the three the trilogy. Is it or uh, the movies. like earlier age? Second no, it's age not, no, no, no. It takes place during the main story. It t- basically the main trilogy. You start out on the pan- uh, prancing pony, and Aragorn tells you that you need to go take out orcs that are yeah. uh, planning to attack Bree. So basically, you're indirectly helping Frodo and Aragorn and all Fellowship destroy the ring. That's yeah. basically what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a few, there's a couple lore books. Uh, this, the Silmarillion. Silmarillion, which I've read. Yeah, I've read it a bunch of times. And then there's yeah. another one. Unfinished um, Tales. Well, yep, maybe it's, maybe it's not tales. as... Uh, reliant on the lore as I thought it was. I don't, I don't really know. I thought it was. Is the story driven very much? Or is it just more of a multiplayer hack and slash? This I don't I from what I saw, I didn't play it. I just watched Will play it a little bit. I didn't feel like story, story was a was, huge aspect in it. No, it really isn't. And one thing that it does lack is lack is the dialogue is kind of bad. Okay. Which deters me mainly from yeah. it, but since it's Lord of the Rings and it does have that lore behind it, it kinda of redeems it a little bit. Right. Like mm-hmm. Pretty much talking, it doesn't even matter. You just can just blow through that because they don't say anything different, and the characters that you play as are kind of bland. Right. But I feel like it is something they addressed in the lore at some point because that's kind of what I heard that they did that. I mean, maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I just thought I thought that's what they kind of built the game around. They, bi- they built it basically around, like, the, the uh, two towers, the fellowship, right? Yeah. The king. Yeah. It, they built it around that. Like I don't know okay. that if it's like from a book. I couldn't well, tell it's you. Somebody's creative mind. Which, if it is, I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. no, I, I could have sworn it was. It was based on uh, Tolkien lore. It's possible. Yeah, we. I'd have I mean, to there's a ton. There's so much. Tol- there's so much lore for that. I know, I know. And they're still coming out with more. Like Christopher Tolkien, his is his grandson. Uh, son. His yeah. son. It's yeah. his son. Um, he's always like coming out with more stuff, and it's like, well, did you write this or did your dad write this? Is he a writer? His son. Uh, it's it's kind of the, it's kind of the idea that he is the closest living relative, and he can do whatever he wants with whatever information he finds that his father left behind that wasn't officially published. I hate that. But he did a decent job with the Silmarillion. I, I agree. Yeah, he did. But um, you know, some people have problems with him. I personally don't, but. It's it's I mean it's as close as it's as close to Tolkien as mm. we're gonna get. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Okay. Did you play anything else, Will? Uh, yeah, I played <coughs> Assassin's Creed Revelations. I did like the first DNA sequence, but then I remembered I had Skyrim to play, so I stopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. In Revelations, <laughs> it's it's basically the same game as Assassin's Creed Two and Brotherhood. There's really no big difference. There's a couple like different animations for killing. I mean, if you're a big fan of the Assassin's Creed series, you're going to love it. But if you're tired of seeing the same thing, you might not like it, which is why it's not getting... So it's like Modern Warfare 3. If you like Call of Duty, you're going to like it, but if you're getting tired of it, you're not going to like it? Yeah, probably. I feel like they needed a change of character and a change of scenery. They definitely did, but that's why they brought Altair back. Yeah. It was probably for the character issues, because I'm tired of Ezio's story. Is it Altair from the Crusades? A little past that. I have not done any Altair stuff yet. Okay. But basically, from what I saw before the game came out, is you are playing as Ezio, who then can take over Altair. So you know how Desmond's in the Animus? Yeah. Taking over Ezio? Ezio is taking over Altair. Okay. And I think I made the reference that it's like Dwight in the office making second, second life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second, second. That's, that's good. That's, that's kind of like how it analogy. is. I like that. And I don't know, there's not, like I said, I didn't get too much into it. Like I didn't even start multiplayer, which I do like the multiplayer for it. Mm-hmm. But I probably have more to talk about it yeah. next week. Okay. Here's the thing about. No, I'm just kidding. Well, question: Do you have all of the Assassin Creeds? You I've, played them all. I've played them all. I only have Brotherhood. Because mm. I really want to play those. They're good. They're fun uh, games. You can skip over the first one. Assassin's yeah. Creed Two is cheap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, On Live has it for should cheap. Should I play them? Is what I'm asking you. Yeah, you definitely should. Yeah. I, I haven't played. I played the first one. <laughs> the first uh, one. That's the one you can skip over, really. Yeah, you I feel like I'm one. wasting my time asking this because Skyrim will keep me busy forever. I know. It's like, what, <laughs> why are we talking about games right now? Like, let's just close <laughs> I actually it off texted and go home. Corey yesterday and said, hey, can we just do a Skyrim podcast from now on? Yep. <laughs> we probably yep, we could can. fill it with, you know what? with enough and stuff. I, feel like, I honestly feel like we would get far more listens <laughs> if it was just a Skyrim the podcast. Same thing. But whatever. Uh, Maybe we'll have Skyrim Part 1 and Skyrim Part 2. We could be the Elder Scrolls podcast. That would go over so well. <coughs> nah. really would. Mm. Just talk about lore and games. We'll talk about that off the air. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about changing our <laughs> <Everything>. format. <laughs> slight, <laughs> slight, slight change of format. Not yeah. on air. But, but that's... Yeah. No, go ahead. I played Modern Warfare 3 when Skyrim came out just to see how much I would like it. The game's awful. And then the final thing I played is Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Nice. Which, for me, it's a big big release for me because I don't remember the Halo 1 storyline as much. I was like... Because you were a zygote. F- I was like five when I played it. <laughs> Basically, I was a zygote. So, uh... <laughs> you don't even know what a zygote is. Yep, I do. No, I, took, I don't. You're I, right. I took biology, Corey. Oh, Will knows... I don't even know. So oh, now, now Will knows better than both of us. <laughs> oh, the tables have turned. Fucking zygote. <laughs> What was I going to say? <laughs> I didn't mean to speak. Cor- Corey and I have I feel like fact. I get interrupted. No, no, no. no I, just get, I just get excited because there's that's a lot. Like, the game, the past, like, three or four games you've mentioned are all games I want to know more about. Yeah, you know what's cool about Will getting Halo is how much fun we've had playing Halo in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's his and first now Will's experience. Playing it, yeah, but yeah. we we need to relive that. I know. It, it's not my first experience. And I feel like we can't, we can't no, no, justify it at this point. It is. Okay. But anyway... Um, I did like the first mission halfway through the second mission. The graphics thing's pretty cool. Yeah. I played the entire first mission with the old graphics and it was pretty crappy. Mm. But I mean, did you go through the library? No, that's the worst. Are, are level you a big ever. graphics guy? No, I'm not really. And you still didn't? It just. I mean, it's really, it's dated. Shit, so bad. Dated. It's so bad. All right. 
Okay. That's but the new engine is pretty good. Did you did you try multiplayer at all? Yeah, I did. Um, the multiplayer it comes with a code in the the game case that lets you redeem it for the multiplayer maps for Halo Reach. So when you're playing Reach, oh, the okay. anniversary maps will be mixed in with the other maps. So if Reach. you have Reach, you can just play the the multiplayer maps. Basically. Okay. But if you only have the combat evolved, you do I think six maps. You can only play those six maps on Halo Reach multiplayer. Question here: Does it have Sidewinder? I only did I think it was Beaver Creek. Um, oh, that's a good one. So does it have the same features as Reach? Halo Reach, yeah, like with the uh, the battle abilities, yep. the uh, sprints armor, and stuff? armor abilities? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's See, all good stuff. Because if you played that, it's all right. No, if you played if you played the anniversary edition without any of that stuff, you kind of be like, yeah, this what is, is kind of dated. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, this is my humble opinion. Yeah, but let's also mention the pistol sniping's back. Oh, yes, it's back, back in it, which means full I stand force. a chance. I stand a fighter's chance. <laughs> Don't we all? And I can't wait to have our first Halo party. Yeah, that's why you haven't experienced it yet, Will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I have not experienced the Halo party. The Halo party. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, like, you have a lot of games to talk about. Um, I feel like because this is mostly our Skyrim episode, yep. can't really talk about them too much. But next episode, you got to be ready with more. By that time, I'm probably going to have beaten Halo okay. storyline yeah. and hopefully play more. Can Assassin's we touch Creed. on Call of Duty real quick, though? Yes. Yeah. All right, that's the only other thing I played besides Skyrim. I beat the campaign in four hours and 56 minutes. It was nice. Good, good campaign. It was fun. I enjoyed it. The story was cool. Did Every- you feel that the constant jumping around kind of confused you in the storyline? Yeah, yeah, maybe a little. Okay. But I'm, you know, I'm a little older and wiser now, so maybe it didn't <laughs> as much as it would have. What about what about in Call of Duty, if, like, Morrowind, or not Morrowind, what's the game we just been playing? Skyrim. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, yeah, Skyrim. What about, oh, what about in Call oh, of yeah. Duty, if, like, Skyrim, like, you got sick of going to the front lines and shooting stuff, and you're mm-hmm. just like, you know, I'm just going to back off and, like, fix vehicles. Oh, they don't even have vehicles. What if, nope. I, what if you're like, I'm just going to go back and improve people's weapons? You just hung out and did that. Would that game be a little more fun? No. No. Not at all. Because there'd still be some 13-year-old ready to kick Kind of a ass. lost cause. This I, it is a lost cause for me. Like we said before, it's a map pack for 60 bucks. $60 uh, map pack. They f- clearly decided to focus on multiplayer because the campaign's five hours long. Right. Which, fine. If you want to do that, the campaign was good. I have no arguments there. I th- but, damn it, the multiplayer. <laughs> it's the same goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks. Yeah, and you get those 13-year-olds. Oh, by the way, when it was Xbox's 10-year anniversary, I read a tweet saying that Xbox is as old as half the Modern Warfare 3 players. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, and that's right on. It's it so right true. On. So that's true. sad, man. Uh, Jesus, but what happened? It, the to thing time? of it is, if you like Call of Duty, you're, you're gonna, gonna like it. it. Uh. If, as long as you don't mind it being a map pack, they did make a couple small improvements. We talked about well, last week. Fine, but it's a damn map pack. The gun man. thing isn't that big of a deal. It really isn't. Like they added it, it's cool, but it doesn't make a big deal. No, it doesn't at all. Like no. if, uh, it's so frustrating. I'm tired of it. And the kill streaks is the same thing. And you know what? We've given it too much time. Let's move on. Word. Fair enough. Word. That'll do it for episode 17, Skyrim, is what Wait, we're going to we call it. Can we round of applause for Skyrim? Yeah. yeah, seriously, like, wow. Well done. It really is. Well I mean, done. I feel like they, like, bravo. Uh, uh, yeah, Oblivion was a fantastic game. Maron was a fantastic game. I didn't play the other two <laughs> prior, but, like, wow. Like, they yeah. nailed it. They really nailed it. They did a great job, and 
and it shows oh, because yeah. everybody is so into that game. Uh, Universal acclaim and like fantastic job by Bethesda. I mean, it, it's just like I said, it completes my gaming arc, and I'm just mm-hmm. I could die tomorrow and be happy yep. because I played Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll do it. Uh, I want <clears throat> I want to thank uh, our feedback from uh, Justin and and Smoochy Coochie and and uh, Travis Eicher and Dave Gardner and Christopher Henry. Um, you know, we lo- love our feedback, so, you know, feel free to send us feedback. If you, uh, oh, one thing I wanted to ask is if anyone has any topic ideas, something they want us to talk about, let us know because we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll definitely take suggestions. So, um, <clears throat> Especially once things calm down a little bit. Like, it's been kind of crazy with all the games coming out. Yeah, it has. Uh, you know, af- probably after Christmas, things are going to really start slowing yeah. down and uh, Bioshock Infinite is coming out in like February, February. and Mass Effect's coming out and Mass Effect so I mean we'll that, have like a good it. yeah we'll have a good month and a half where we don't have a lot of new games coming out so um, yeah any, any topic topics you'd like us to touch on just let us know um, uh, once again our our uh, if you're going to order anything from Amazon click through our site and get us a little kickback and help out the podcast a little bit um, as usual our uh, our website's uh, thumbstickathletes.com, uh, facebook.com backslash thumbstickathletes. Twitter is capital T, capital S, athletes. Um, that'll do it for episode 17. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey, and don't forget to check us out on Stitcher. Yeah. This oh, and I'm Justin. <laughs> oh, hey, Justin, what's up? Uh, yeah. uh, yep, uh, that's everything. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and guys, get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.